Uh, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, and welcome people to episode 270 of Doing the Monkey. I am one of your co-hosts, Matt Foster, and as ever, I am joined by... Becky, hello everybody. And... Ian, hello. Uh, and, yeah. yeah, we're here to talk about some films, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> um, Apologies, I've literally just got in. Um, so yeah, we've got a, a, a double a double bill today. Um, we're going to bring you reviews of the new film Searching, um, all set, kind of all set around being shown from a computer, but not really, actually. <laughs> um, and uh, we've also got a review of the latest uh, Lee 1L uh, film, uh, Upgrade. Uh, which we'll be chatting on there as well. Uh, we'll also be giving you some what I've been watching, and we'll be some trailer chats, some tangents, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. and some other bits along the way. Um, it's the movie news, Ian. What's 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 been happening this week? Um, Venice has been happening. It so has. Yeah. There have been reviews and stuff. Um, oh, there's no point getting into that. We'll just. Talk about the films as and when they come. I think. Um, yeah, it's one. It's one of those. It's always a little bit funny. I think with, with, with film festivals trying to kind of, they've all got their slight little quirks and ticks and nuances that, that that they have, and some tend to favour different things, and others tend to favour other types of things. So, a film, for instance, that is going to be really popular at Cannes wouldn't be really wouldn't be the same type of popular at something like Sundance. Yeah, quite. Yeah. Uh, and Venice again is another one, one like that. Of course, the Suspiria premiere was there, wasn't it? Venice, yeah, on Saturday, yeah. A little bit worried. It's, it's that. It's it's that length. Yeah, a little bit worried. Just we'll see. Did the a strange one? I couldn't find anything about it. Did the dragged across concrete premiere yeah. actually happen? It, it, it did actually happen. Yeah. Um, apparently, it. It, the, the, it, it's basically not as good as Bone Tomahawk Brawl in or Brawl in Cell Block ninety nine. Very much depends on how much lib inflaming you can take. Apparently, it, um, which you know, S. Craig Zala was in the press conference basically saying, "I don't expect people to like this film." Um, there's some strong, there's some strong shit in it. This time, it seems from a kind of like a language and perspective point of view. Um, but then again, if you've got Mel Gibson and Vince Vaughn together, who aren't exactly two guys known for being part of liberal Hollywood, yeah. Uh, uh, let's just say, then um, you know, it, maybe that's not so much of a surprise. Um, it's interesting that literally, I think that thing is playing Venice and nothing else. Yeah, it literally is. That 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 is it. It, it. it doesn't even have a kind of a release date yet, and it's two hours forty minutes long. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I've just read the synopsis. Is, is it supposed to get you to sympathise with these people? I don't. You, you don't think so? No, because the thing is, he's. He's a very fucking interesting filmmaker, is Craig Asala. Mm. He's a very interesting filmmaker. And it's that's that's the reason why I'm very, very interested in, in what he's gonna do, because a, a kind of snarling film from him could be quite could be quite something. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. 
if it ever gets distribution. Hmm. <laughs> Which seems to be a bit of a theme for films this year of not getting distribution. Um, mm. So what variables been like? Suspiria Buzz is... It's... No one seems to be saying it, it's a five-star banger no. and there's quite a lot of two, three-star reviews about. Yeah, it's... I've heard some of the acting is questionable. Dakota Johnson's uh, supposed to be really good, though. Yeah, Dakota Johnson's supposed to be... But I, I really, he's, he's very good. I've read that the... Can I just posit something though? What in in the original and in like a lot of the Giallo movies? I know it's not one of those, but there is there is questionable acting in those as well, and some of that, some of the theatrical, let's say, acting is what makes them the experience they are. That's that's fine, but that that's okay. But if you're going to do a two and a half hour version of Suspiria, you, you're attempting to do something slightly more polished than you will consider that debate. So I think you've got that. Of course, a lot of the time, the giallos, it's because you've got second tongue acting and things like that. So and random dubbing. And random dubbing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it, like you say, it, it's a little bit like, the, the, I, I think I, I saw a review, a tweet from somebody, and you were, I was sort of deciphering between the tweet and going, it's like this person achingly doesn't want to go, I didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mm. mm, mm. yeah, I, I, I t- of a Marmite kind of release, to be honest. I think it will be one with people either they'll love it or they'll hate it. Yeah, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll see. I, I don't know. It just like I feel like my expectations are now. Don't be surprised if it if it's not a five star banger, and now I can just kind of like take that on, and hopefully I'll, I'll still have a good time with it. Yeah, well, that, that's that, that's kind of where I, that's, that's kind of where I've, I've been with it throughout the entire thing. It, it, is I'm, I'm I'm a little always a little bit right. I need to just temper this. What is it? And then like I said the 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 two and a half hour thing always worried me. Do you know what? I, I might come out of it and go. Do you know what? Yeah, it, it earned that. A two and a half hour movie doesn't bother me. It's I look at it and go right. Can it, does that can it warrant its, its runtime? Mm. And being something that is a remake of something that is four minutes longer than its original one, it, it is very much a huh. I've never sat there and watched a spear and gone, do you know what there could be more of here? So there is that. Hmm. We'll see. No, I could I could watch that Jello blood being splashed around for well, the minutes, fair, fair, to be honest. Fair enough. There's no blood as red as yellow blood. There is no blood as as, as odd colour as yellow blood. Yeah. <laughs> nice. um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else that, that, that I've seen happen in the, the movie world. Oh, uh, there was a, a a big Captain Marvel announcement, wasn't there? Uh, <laughs> that, that, that everybody predicted, including ourselves, um, predicted that it was going to be we were going to get the first teaser trailer for Captain Marvel, and it was a magazine cover. <laughs> I mean, like... Brie Larson's tweet said, oh, hey, EW, are you ready to break the internet? Yeah. And it's just like, what, with what? A, a, a shot that looks like it easily could have been photoshopped a year ago when the casting was announced or whenever it was. It, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, that was, la- it was lame. It, that, that, you know what? That is the best word to describe it. It's, it was lame, wasn't it? It was just a little bit, really? 
That's what you got. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you, it, it, it's like next time they go, oh, they do something like, oh, hey, YouTube, are you ready to break the internet again? Like, oh, fuck off now. Fucking show the trailer off. Fuck off. Mm. <laughs> it's a little bit like that. It, it's, it's making me dislike this movie. <laughs> do you know what? The, the phrase break the internet, I always associate it with Kim Kardashian because obviously that's where, that's where it's kind of sprung from and come into the common vernacular. So I, I automatically hate anything that uses it. Just automatically. You want to be invented issue, it's going to be about a big bottom. And just really shitty and tacky. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, that isn't it. No, it is. It's well, shitty yeah. and tacky, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, so if, if, if there's not much film news, then... Actually, well, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about a little something. Oh, yeah, go on. So um, something I was reading today. Um, so Mubi, who we were talking about a few weeks oh, back yeah. for... Um, yeah being a bit fucking silly with their campaign, uh, yes. their ad campaign. They've announced something today. I'm, I'm just going to read this directly from the uh, the piece in Screen Daily. Mubi yeah. launches UK cinema ticket offering Mubi Go, quote, a different beast from Movie Pass. So Movie Pass, for those who don't know, was this thing in the US which where basically it was like Cineworld Unlimited or Odeon Limitless. Except it was like you could use it in pretty much any cinema. But then they started introducing all these fucking limitations because basically it was nine ninety five a month, like nine dollars ninety five a month. Wow. All, all you can eat. And nice. basically this company was essentially paying full price for these movie tickets whenever anybody was actually using it. God knows how they thought they were gonna make money. Um, <laughs> And they, they've started adding all sorts of restrictions. It's fucking fascinating. But anyway, yeah. so Streaming Outfit Movie has added a theatrical element to its UK service, offering users one free cinema ticket per week to a film selected by the company. The initiative kicks off with Sundance Grand Jury Prize winner The Miseducation of Cameron Post, which is released by Vertigo on Friday. This will be followed by The Rider, released by Altitude, and then Skate Kitchen, released by Modern Films. Uh, the selections chosen by Movies programming team will be a mixture of general UK releases and Movies' own distribution titles. Recently, the company took UK rights to Suspiria, which Screen understands will be a Movie Go title when it is released on November sixteenth. So, basically, they're not increasing their prices yet. Um, they're saying seven ninety nine a month. You'll get Movie and access to essentially a ticket to a film of their choice, one a week. It's only in certain venues, so view have signed up to it. Um, but then it's quite a lot of indie cinemas. Um, so uh, the Barbican, ICA, Genesis and Rio in London, the Watershed in Bristol, fantastic, Home in Manchester, uh, the GFT in Glasgow, the Showroom in Sheffield, Chapter in Cardiff, that's great, Broadway in Nottingham, the QFT in Belfast, etc., etc., etc. Literally, if you just Google Movie Go, you can find this. So, this is really interesting. Um, basically, what, what, what Movie are doing is they're essentially um, negotiating, okay, if somebody uses our app, so you've got to walk in on the day, you can't reserve it in advance, which is a bit shit, but never mind. And basically, you have the app and you say, here's the app, I want a ticket to this. And then, essentially, the chain, the, the cinema will charge Movie a discounted rate for the ticket. So it's almost like Movie like block buying the tickets, essentially. Yeah, so let's say, let's say they pick 
Suspiria. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, and it, so it, it's you can go at any time. Or they, they they specify a date. No, it's like any time in that week. So the Friday any through that it, it looks like the Friday through Thursday. Go go see the film that is like the film for this week. Oh, that's it's 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 an interesting idea. The, the, the only sort of quibble I, I have of it of our choice, of, 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 uh, of our choice thing, I think I think actually quite an interesting idea. Yeah, I guess maybe you maybe wouldn't necessarily go. But that's it. But the only thing, the only sort of minor sort of line of, of of that would be, it would get very irritating. Let's say if every week, mm. um, let's say. You had over a ten week period, only two of them you could go and see if you didn't live in fucking London or yeah. a major city. Yeah, yeah. It starts to get a little bit annoying there. Yeah, I mean the, the thing is, it's it completely fits into their whole thing about curation, doesn't it? I'm a, yeah, I, you know, I mean, it's a cool idea. So, and you know, in the end of the day, I think they're probably thinking that a lot of their subscribers are probably people who live in or around cities. Yeah, um, and I mean, like the, the the deal with View, I think is really interesting because, quite frankly, I used to work for View. I know what the film buying was like back in the day. It may have changed now. I doubt it. If anything, it's probably gotten uh, more restrictive with like streaming VOD being such a big thing these days. But the Miseducation of Cameron Post, that thing's not going to be playing in many views. Um, Skate Kitchen. I've kind of heard of it. That's not going to be playing in views unless they've got some, they're going to have some sort of deal with the distributors as well. They go, okay, you're the movie film. I tell you what, we'll play you every Tuesday. Yeah. You know, and if they do something like that, that would be pretty cool. You know, but it just, would they do something like that? Yeah. Participate in chains. Every, every cinema has to show it at least once during the week kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. But then, um, like, with Suspiria, um, if Mubi are thinking, well, we'll get the rights to play this in, like, a month's time or something, then View aren't going to show it, even if it's, like, just, like, the one day, because it's going to break the three-month theatrical window thing that all the the chains want. So, yeah. It, it's going to be really interesting to see how this does, and it, it does feel like it's going to be niche. But it, is, it just—I I would love to see how this goes. And I'll be honest, with chapter in Cardiff participating, and to be fair, the, the, there's a view in Cardiff as well. I'd be more inclined to give Mubi another go. It just seven ninety nine a month is a little bit rich for my blood. I remember when it was three ninety nine a month. Three ninety nine a month for Mubi is. A fucking steal, seven ninety nine a month. You can get a now TV movie pass for seven ninety nine a month. Yeah, and you know they do a lot of fucking small scale stuff as well. I mean, like there's a new premiere every day on Sky Cinema, and it's because like basically, basically six out of the seven are these fucking small titles you barely ever heard of. Oh yeah, they, they, they say the the big one for there's a big one on like Fridays. Yeah, there's, a, there's usually a one you've heard of on the Saturday, and then the rest of it is peppered with, you know, what most people would just call crap, and, and the majority of it is crap. But then hidden away in some of that is actually some fairly decent stuff, or some stuff that you know that is 
he's a bit of a curiosity sometimes. Well, that was look the at... one that... Um... Ingrid Goes West, was it called? Yeah, that was one of them. That was one of them. So, you know, you've got you've got things like Ingrid Goes West and things like that. So, um, you know, you've also got things like um, the Lego Ninjago movie and Patty Cakes and Happy Death Day. You know, there's they, they cover an awful lot of it. You know, Call by Matt, Your Name was, um, was put on there on like a fucking... Wednesday or something like that. Mm. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, that Simon Rumley film, Fashion Easter, I talked about a few weeks back. Yes. That was on there. Shit, man, I probably never would have fucking watched that unless I saw that pop up on Now TV. Um, that, that's that's the thing. Um, it, 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 so there, you, uh, that's it. I mean, like, Now TV is a really good value proposition. I think Mubi probably do need to do something like this. And I, I think it's really interesting just in terms of movie getting into theatrical even though they are quite a big streaming platform and and saying that the theatrical experience is still worth something which you know it is um i i i, I don't know i mean like it's interesting it's like i've been to the cinema like uh twice like quite a lot like because we've been covering multiple films and it, it's been fun to kind of in, indulge that often but it also it is a bit like I'm fucking spending a half hour driving there, a half hour driving back, and it's like it kind of like completely kills my evening. I'm sure it's the same with you guys as well. And it's yeah, like, it can do. That's the thing, you know, going to watch a, um, you know, effectively. And we live, you know, we're, we're not too bad. We live like 10, 15 minutes away from the cinema. Mm. Um, and it's not a complaint thing, but going to watch a, a two hour movie, for instance, is is a three hour Commitment. Commitment. Yeah, there you go. Because, yeah. because you've got, you know, your journey there, and then you've got a half an hour's travel. Yeah. Uh, it's like a half an hour's worth of trailers. Exactly. It, 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 I don't know. It just... So, but the theatrical experience is still worth something, and I think it's interesting that movie are doing this. And if... But it's like, I kind of want to see the proof in the pudding. I want to see the miseducation of Cameron Post available in a view cinema. I mean, I'll tell you what, I'm going to look it up right now. What view cinemas are showing that thing this week? Cause it comes out on Friday. Um, let's see where showing it in. It's if it's been shown in York cause York's 12 screen view. Um, so let's have a look. Uh, 15 venues. City screen. It's showing up, but not view. <laughs> So it, it apparently it's playing at 15 views in, in the UK. Um, Cambridge, Cheshire Oaks, Croydon, Dublin, Edinburgh, Harrow, Leeds, four in London, Manchester, Printworks, Plymouth, Portsmouth, Watford. So I'd be shit out for going to see it there. Is it on at Chapter this week? Because this is the thing. They mentioned Chapter in Cardiff. They never, ever play new releases in the first week. It's really weird. Um, but they never do. Um, so if that's the one this week... Fucking... Right, let's have a look. Friday the 7th. Shit. All right. Colour me a fucking dickhead then. It's playing. So if I didn't have a Cineworld Unlimited pass and it's showing in Cineworld, then, you know, I'd be thinking, all right, I'll pay seven ninety nine, have movie for the month, and then I get to go see that for now. That's not too bad then. I'm going to have a look to see. Maybe go 
Try to find whether what is it's a where where you can find where the cinemas are, but you can't find them. Can't find it where I find them. I mean, this this is the thing. It's like if they can get if they can get you into a position where you can just go see one film a month, it basically pays for itself because about eight pounds seven ninety nine for a cinema ticket is probably pretty reasonable for most places in the country these days. So then, if you're also getting movie, then that's a fucking win. Yeah. Um, it's, good, it's a good idea that it's it's not a you know if it's consistently shot showing stuff that is there then you know it's a good idea and plus you know it's like you say it's curating it's it, it, it's kind of it, it's tempting you to go and see something that you might not go and see and this is, it's, it's, or it's also maybe it's either something that you might not go and see or it's basically giving you a reason to go and see something that you would see but we're saying, but I'm also going to see this as well, but... Mm. No, yeah, because I'm not maybe spending my cinema money on this film, and that one's free, so I can also see this. And then, of course, you've got the, the fact that you've got a movie as well. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so, I don't know. It's it's some good PR, and, yeah, you know, I, I have my head swayed easily by by this kind of stuff, and, you know, I mean, like, Newbie did apologise for the, for, the, for the ad campaign. They did, they, you know... And they're they're launching things like this, you know. It it does make me feel better about them. I just wish it wasn't seven ninety nine a month. Uh, but like you say, I mean, Miseducation of Cameron Post. It's a film that you could just think, well, you know, I'll just catch that when it's on Netflix or whatever. But if you have movie and just get to go see it anyway, now it's like you might just take the time to go see it. Like you say, it's um, that's no, great. I mean, like to be fair. It's a very, very interesting proposition that they like if Suspiria launches with this, mm. um, just you know, just because they're looking for a, a, a hundred plus venues, and it is like, well, now maybe could they work out something with you to get it a little bit more like mainstream theatrical exposure? Who's to say? Well, that's it. Yeah, if it, you know, view view could put it on more than a hundred screens. You know, not on more than 100 degrees of theirs, but they could they could tip it over with the the art house things and stuff like that. So it'd be interesting to see where it goes, really. Mm, no, quite exactly. Oh shit, sorry. Ah, fuck me. Sorry. Um. So yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was really interesting, and like I, I'm intrigued to see how that works. And also, chapter has some really really nice beers. So if I could have an excuse to go there and check out a film and have a pint before or after. Yeah, somewhere where you can have a drink after is always a good thing for cinemas. They got a really nice bar there. It's it, it's a fucking it's a nice place. When you guys come to Cardiff, you should try and find an excuse to go. Actually, it's a really good place. Um, oh, anyway, used to go, yeah. Good <laughs> shit. So, it's trailers. You're fucking yeah. You're show. You're leading the show, aren't you? Uh, um, yeah. What have you What have you seen this week that made trailer lies? Well, uh, a new trailer for Halloween dropped a few hours ago. Um, yeah, yeah, we've seen it. Um. I um it, 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 well, I I hope they're going with the familiar stuff in the trailer because they're going to pull some surprises in the finished film, which is basically what you just said. Yeah, it the you know the the first trailer they released looked like it was, you know, obviously the story it, it is going to be a continuation of more of the same because it it's a sequel, but yeah. it's you know, it is, but it looked like they were doing sort of new interesting looking things with it and this this new trailer just makes it look like it's a retread of the first yep 
which it, if it is will be really fucking disappointing because the vast majority of like actual proper horror fans that will go and see it will watch will go right okay so we're supposed to be completely ignoring any from two onwards right i need to remind myself where the first one actually finishes and they'll watch it and then if they then go and watch this and it's a retread that's going to be really fucking boring yeah yeah i um yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm worried. Um, it, I am a bit now. And you're less worried, aren't you? Yeah. You don't want them doing anything experimental and interesting with No, I, I find doing experimental, <laughs> experimental and interesting. It just... At, at least this seems like it's all from the same movie. I didn't think the last one did. I thought it seemed like it was two different fucking movies fighting over itself. I'm still worried about the... Um, Jamie Leaker is um, Michael Myers' killer. Fucking, she's been training for this for forty years. Thing that still worries me a little bit with the crazy lady hair and things like that. Uh, yeah, but she's not crazy lady hair because she's supposed to be an older version of the Laurie Strode in the first one. Who's like she can't be like Jamie Lee Curtis looking all like handsome woman, short hair kind of look. She, that wouldn't work. That's not a continuation of that first Laurie Strode. Mm. You know, and I very I. I well, hope and think that in the in the actual movie she'll be a little bit less Sarah Connor than they've tried to make her out to be in this. That's that's my worry. She does come across as a little bit Sarah Connor, doesn't she? I think she's probably it's probably just that they've she's lived her life in fear of him getting out, so she's made sure that if he does, she can do something about it. I hope because I think they've tried to pull people in with this kind of badass final girl vibe. And I, and I hope they've actually handled it more delicately than it looks like they have. You know, and, and I think it'll be interesting as well, because obviously if they're stopping at the end of Halloween, there's none of the weird shit that goes on after that. He's a, he's a killable baddie at the end of Halloween. He's still a killable baddie. He's not got superhuman powers. That's that's what worries me. I'm worried for two reasons there. Worried, number one, that they're just going to set up sequels. I'm worried, number two, that they're just going to kill the fucker off. Mm. It, I don't know. But he needs killing off at some point. He's not scary. Why? There's no, there's no, there's no stakes if he's unkillable because you just go, do you know what? He's unkillable. I'm going to move to Brazil. And then when he follows you to Brazil, you move to Mexico. You just keep fucking off so he couldn't find you. He walks really slowly. And he, he would just walk all the way there. So you'd have quite a lot of time. He's not hunting us. No, no, but no. But if you were her, you'd just keep moving to different places. Yeah, but, she, but, she, but when she dies, you just move on to somebody else and they have to start moving around. And it, 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 that's how it goes. Yeah, absolutely. But if he's unkillable, then it just, it takes, it takes all the... He is unkillable. Absolutely, he's unkillable in the sense that even if they fucking kill him off in this, in 10 years' time, somebody else can just fucking revive him. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, H2O seems pretty fucking final. Yeah, they cut his fucking head off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 but I agree with Becky though. I mean, like, it just, it's just, it's where's the tension? It's like the tension is just going to be in the moment before the jump scare, but there's not, it's not going to be any like, well, what, what's going to happen at the end? I mean, basically, you, you need it to be confirmed. I like either there's some sort of supernatural shit going on. They bring in some other stuff. Like, it'd be, oh. it'd be could you imagine? If they fucking, like, at the end of it, it was, like, post-credits, it's, like, Paul Rudd playing his character from Halloween 6, like, going up to Jamie Lee Curtis and saying, like, I want to talk to you about an initiative. 
and then it just <laughs> fucking cut to black or something. You know what I mean, though? Like, it's... Yeah. Oh, it's like they take his mask off at the end and they pull, like, some earbuds out of his ears and he's listening to the music from Weekend at Bernie's 2. And that's how he's kept going. <laughs> that would be pretty good. I would literally be up there clapping like a madman, <laughs> well, slapping anybody that was near me. Well, to be fair, we're going to be seeing it together, aren't we? So it's... Um... <laughs> yeah. I, it would literally be... It would be, right, town, let's go and get shit based and come back again. I want to watch this cloud. <laughs> Listen, boy, I don't know, fucking, that's going to be fun. The, the, like, the recording after is going to be such a mess. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, what else have we got? Second trailer for the Nutcracker. Yes. That looks really good. Uh, the more I see of it, and like the more I see the same trailer over and over again because it looks pretty, the more I want to see it. But the more disappointed I am that it's not out closer to Christmas. It's fucking. It's a fucking Christmas that movie. That should Christmas. that should be out like around Boxing Day. That should be a Boxing Day movie or a Christmas Eve movie. In fairness. From a film distribution point of view, after Christmas came out like the first week in November, Elf came out in November. They do these things because they know it will like for people who just want to have like Christmas now, now, now. They'll go see it the first weekend, but then it will just slow burn for like eight weeks. What is what is the big Christmas release this year? Aquaman. Is what Aquaman? Basically. Is it? Is it? There's nothing else. The Crockers are no Star Wars, is there? No, I mean, when, when, when the Grindelwald found. Oh, that's like November. That's November. Is it November? We're it's not right. Just putting it out there right now. We are not reviewing that. Right, stop telling people off. Not watching what, that. What Grindelwald? Yeah. No, that's why you, we didn't. We didn't review Fantastic Beasts anyway. So. Yeah, I still I'm, I'm kind of I, I am intrigued by it. Um, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna see if Lots wants to go see that. I mean, I, I mean, I'm 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 all I'm, I'm up for reviewing it. If I've got to go see it by myself, I will. Um, I'm trying to see what the fuck else is out over Christmas because I swear there's like a bunch of stuff out on Boxing Day, but it's like what is like the lead up to Christmas stuff? So uh, Creed two thirtieth November. Oh, fucking hell, that's coming up. Nice. Yeah. Wreck It Ralph two is the thirtieth of November. Um, Home Alone and Die Hard are both getting reissued uh, first week of December. That's pretty awesome. Um, I had in the cinema. Yeah, I can go for that. Okay, so Aquaman is the 14th. What is it? As that? is Mortal Engines and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yes. Oh, fuck it. Of course. Mary Poppins Returns. It's out on oh, the 21st. That's that, it. That, that's why they've not released it then. That's it. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'd much rather watch The Nutcracker in the cinema the day before Christmas Eve than Mary Poppins. Well, go, go see it the day before Christmas Eve then, Bex. Nobody's stopping you. I know, but will they still be showing it then? Yeah. 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 We'll bill it with Mary Poppins. Stop hitting me. It would be a magical day. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining the look on Mark's face and it doesn't say magical. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. Bo- Boxing Day, what a treat. Alita, Battle Angel, Bumblebee and Holmes and Watson. Um, Holmes and Watson. What even was that? Holmes and Watson. After that fucking poster, it's Holmes and Watson. Oh, we need a trailer. Day. We do need a trailer. And do you know what? It, the thing is, I, I can envision the trailer right now in my head. 
And I bet it is exactly the same film as that is going to be. Um, you can do on your own. I'm not watching a Will Ferrell movie. Why? You like Will Ferrell? I like old Will Ferrell. At, at Will Ferrell as, as Sherlock Holmes. No. With, with oh, God. How is that a no? Yeah. No. How is that? You will watch that and you will fucking enjoy it. No offence, Becky. How the fuck is that a no? <laughs> Just no. You, you, you fucking, you, you pit of misery. I don't like him. Yes, you do. Anything you're watching it, you laugh at him. Oh. You like him. Oh, do you know what, man? Like, fucking the 28th is Lottie's birthday. I think I'm going to have a hardcore day of kid birthday madness. And then once she's down in the evening, I'm going to go take myself off to see Holmes and Watson. That is that is a, that is a treat right there. Wait, sorry, I'm trying to find the last good film he did. Uh, the mean? House that we watched that you really enjoyed. Oh, The House is great. Yeah, but you really enjoyed that. Where is that? That's not even in his thing. Are you looking at the right one? Yeah. You look at the right person. Oh, there we go. Did you just say, are you looking at the right person? <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> a lot of faith in me. <laughs> Fucking hell, Mark. All right, prior to that then. What? The house was fine, but it was trash. It was fine trash. It's Will it? Ferrell. <laughs> Before that, where are we at? That's shit, that's shit. Stranger Than Fiction, 2006. Oh, the shut the fuck up. There is no way the last good thing that Will Ferrell was in was Stranger Than Fiction. I mean, Stranger Than Fiction is great, don't get me wrong. Like, nah, nah. Not having that, Becky. I'm not fucking the having house. that. Um, you like Daddy's Home for a no, start. No, I don't. I think it's really mean-spirited and it made me cry. Get Hard was good. No. You didn't I see haven't it. watched it's it. It's good. Get Hard's funny. Right. Oh, the Zoolander 2, for fuck's sake. Sorry. It, it's crap. No, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, everything Must Go was good. Casadimi Padre. I've never actually seen Casadimi Padre. Ah, oh, that film's funny. Everything Must Go, the one where he... Um... Oh, the other guys, for fuck's sake. Other guys. Gators bitches great. better be wearing jimmies. Come on. You like the other guys. Becky, Becky has the habit of liking Will Ferrell movies, but decided that she doesn't like Will Ferrell for some reason. I don't know where you're, I don't know where you're at on this. What's Everything Must Go? We watched that and she really quite enjoyed it. Oh, Land of the Lost is good as well. Oh, yeah, Land of the Lost is fucking great. <laughs> Anyway, trailers, what else have we seen? Uh, Becky, you let yourself down there. No offence, bud. Like, you, you fucking let yourself down there. <laughs> <laughs> Still maintain, strange fiction. No, everything must go as good. Yeah. You have seen the other guys. I don't think I have any. I need all the time. No, fucking hell, you have. An elf shit. Never did watch a deadly adoption. Oh, was that the what is it one? But the, the like the Lifetime movie one that was actually on Lifetime that he did with Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Actually, funny enough, Becky, didn't you watch that? No, I'm not seeing that. What the, what the fucking, why are they trying to make him look dashing on the thing there? Because it's a Lifetime movie. It's an actual proper Lifetime movie. He looks like if someone, you know, like a collie. If someone made a collie human, that's what he looks like <laughs> in that picture. He does a little bit, actually. What, yeah. what he, in an interview last year, said it's one of his favourite things he's ever made. <laughs> Fuck, man, I've got to check that out. Yeah. I wonder if that's on iTunes. Hang about. <laughs> it's, it's not available on what is it? Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, it's not available on Prime. Okay, well, that's fine. Deadly, come on. Come on. 
Don't let me down, Apple. Oh, fuck you, Apple. It's not available, is it? Oh, can I just watch it on YouTube? Over. I feel like there was a couple of trailers in the cinema tonight that we haven't seen before. <gasps> the whole thing's on YouTube. <laughs> Ian, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Oh, shit. Yeah, hang about. Is this actually it? Yes! Hey, where did Sarah run off to? I haven't seen her since we sang happy birthday. <laughs> I think we'll have to watch this while we review. Oh, God, what is that makeup? <laughs> oh, that is fucking amazing. Right, yeah. Okay, cool. We're talking about that next week. I don't like Will Ferrell movies. You're going to make me watch a Lifetime movie. Yeah. <laughs> right, Becky, sorry. It's getting watched. Oh, no, we're doing the fucking Conjuring Universe show next week. Yes. We'll do it the week after. It can double bill with Predator. I, I, I don't know. Maybe we should do the Conjuring Universe and a deadly adoption. <laughs> yes, I'm fine with that. Well, we haven't started any of them yet, so that means so, we've got four to watch, which that, means this would make it five plus whatever we've seen at the cinema, which I'm guessing is the nun. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm fine with that. That's quite a lot of movies. No, oh, pull your fingers out your arses. It'd be fine. You, you, will fuck, you will happily watch two of the country movies per night. So that's actually just two nights worth All right, I'll make you a deal. I'll watch that shite deadly adoption thing. Yeah. We'll watch one of the Conjuring movies tonight. Okay. All right, then. Deal. The, the Conjuring's like an hour <laughs> 50. You at? Hey, the Conjuring's like an hour 50. Just get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Annabelle's an hour 44. Is I'm really not looking forward to watching that. Uh, next week content now. Um, so what else have we got, Ian? No, no, no. The Cinnamons. That, what? That, can you think of what they were? One of them was Crazy Rich Asians, because I've not seen the trailer for that prior to tonight. Yeah. There was another one. Uh, American Animals. That was it, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's out on Friday. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. The first trailer I've seen of it, that. first yeah. I've seen the trailer. It, it looks really fucking interesting, but I won't go see it at the cinema. No. no it's one of those... It's one of those it, 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 if I could pay a tenner to watch it at home, mm-hmm. I would. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. I'm not going to pay fifteen quid to go watch it at the cinema. It's the unlimited. Yeah. It, it's the unlimited card special. That is. Is it? Yeah. And, see, like, if, and, if, and if, Miss Education of Cameron Post. It's like got the unlimited card. No worries. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't bother. Yeah, it's one of those where if if, if I had a city world that were open, I'd probably watch it this weekend. Though. Mm. I'm sorry when we have one. <laughs> but yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have minded seeing that to be fair. But we've got a bit, a bit much going on, haven't we? Um, uh, what other trailers have we got then? Uh, what the favourite by your favourite director? Yeah. Oh, uh, your ghost, your ghost. What do we think, guys? Can't wait. Uh, it 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 looks it looks like it could be a lot of fun. Okay. It's as far as I'm going to go. Comes out on New Year's Day. Comes out New Year's Day. We can it talk could about go either way. Oh. It could be a lot of fun or it could be an absolute self-indulgent piece of shit. I'm leaning self-indulgent piece of shit, but the the cast makes me kind of want to see it. That's it. The cast makes me want to see it. The fact that it's... I'm not a great fan of period piece settings, mm. but if it's period piece settings but looks like it's kind of thumbing its nose at them a little bit at the same time... I am fine with that. Mm. The cast I'm fine with. Um, that's all interesting. It's just that director. Does, do you know what I was, I was thinking? <laughs> all the way through it, this was quite interesting, actually, despite the fact that it's by that director. 
And then there's a bit at the end where Emma Stone's character goes at the camera, and it's like, no, you ruined it. It just that just ruined it for me for some reason. Mm. It felt really out of context with the rest of the trailer. But I'm I'm I'm, I'm intrigued enough to go and see it and not shoot myself in the face. Uh, I I you know you Mark you have David Ayer I have Yorgos Lanthimos. But one of them's got laid. <laughs> All right, look this. I'm not going to say I'm, I'm not going to say anything bad about David Ayer because I'm a better guy than you are. So you know, <laughs> right? Doesn't say much. <laughs> that's a low fucking bar right there. And, uh, well, that's, that's, the, that's the sort of thing that a fucking am a tried limbo wondering girl. This is going to be fucking tight. Okay, that's actually pretty funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's great. <laughs> you just come up with that right now. Yeah. You're sharp. Fair play. <laughs> uh, the Predator, the final trailer. Oh, fucking bring it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. The, the, for the first time, it looks... Uh, the first one looked like a trailer that was trying to sell a 12A Predator. Mm-hmm. And then when it came out that we weren't getting a 12A Predator, the second trailer, which I enjoyed the second trailer... Look like it was selling a new Predator action movie. This one looks like it's sh- selling you a Shane Black Predator movie. Fucking what time is that on next week? Yeah, it's it, it's one of those, isn't it? It's that it, it just the thing with it is, all I want is seven or eight out of ten. I don't need nine out of ten. I have no parameters with regards to how many out of ten. I just want to see a really big predator fight a little a predator. And that's gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Many many predator based quips. Yeah. Is the is the little predator gonna fight alongside the human being? I, I don't know. Maybe. Like like in Jurassic World, where the the the, the dinosaur, the one dinosaur fights against the other dinosaur mm. with with humans and jumps on its back and then ah. I don't think I do not I think, think a predator's going to jump no. on someone's back and start well, no, riding the human like a no, weird. No, no, no. Because in in this in that scenario, as like a a thing, it will be the little predator jumping on the big predator's back. That will like, happen. Yeah, that See, will happen. Yeah, I'm down with that. That will happen. Mm. He'll be more agile, but the other one will be stronger. Who will win? Blah blah blah. I'm just, I'm just looking forward to someone saying ultimate predator, and, and then somebody. Yeah. It's a shame black movie going really ultimate predator. <laughs> Should call it the Mega Predator. Well, the, 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 there'll be something. There is actually something about that in the trailer that, that, that they decide that Ultimate Predator sound be cooler. Nice, nice. I don't think I've seen this final trailer. Or if I have, it's not gone into my brain. Yeah, I'll watch it after the show. Cool. Um, anything else we've seen trailer wise? Front runner, but that looks no. It, it it looks like a good film, but it's a boring trailer to talk about. So let's just skip it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, apparently the words is um, Hugh Jackman's great. The rest of it is fairly pedestrian. That that doesn't surprise me. Actually, it look it looks a little bit like that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The only other one actually that I saw as you were scrolling there was the second um, El Royale. You're very excited for this, aren't you? I am. Yeah, yeah. The it's, second, it, 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 the second what? Sorry. Um, the second trailer for Is It Bad Times at the El Royale? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The new trailer for that, just every every 
every time I watch it, I'm like, and then it closes out with with him dancing with Usher on. Yeah, it, it, is, is, is it? Are you looking forward to it because it is your favorite Chris, the, best uh, the Chris. second best Chris, the best Chris? Uh, is it? Is is it because he's shirtless? No. Uh, you literally just said it is. No, I'm saying that's a good bit of the trailer. <sighs> that's not why. Mm. It all just looks very cool. All sounds a little bit. I like cool looking movies. Sounds a little bit creepy. This, like, like, like you're saying, oh, I can't wait to go watch. Chris Hems without his shirt. No, that's not what I'm saying. Mm, yeah. See, if this was the way around, I'd be getting criticised. We, we literally had a conversation earlier tonight <laughs> where I said that you should watch Sharper Objects and you were like, is there any titties? And I said, no, there isn't, but there is Amy Adams' beautiful hair. And you went, all right, then I'll give it a go. That literally is a conversation. That's way creepier than me talking about Chris Hems with dancing. Yeah, I don't know. It's... I'm up for Chris Hemsworth dancing with his shirt off. So am I. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Anyway, you wouldn't get criticised on this fucking show anyway, Mark. Like, who's going to criticise? Well, actually, your wife. No, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right. Uh, Trailers, anything else to add, guys? Uh, No, I think that was was pretty pretty comprehensive, that. Cool, cool, cool. Right. Um, Any preference to, to searching or upgrade? Do you want to do searching because they're in it's like the one you guys literally just saw? Yeah, let's go for that. So searching is um, it's uh, apparently it's the first mainstream Hollywood thriller headlined by an Asian American actor uh, because apparently we're tracking these things now. Half <laughs> um, that. Um, let's let's uh, let's ease up. That's that's pretty good, you know. With this and Crazy Rich Asians, it does kind of feel like a good zeitgeisty moment. Let's let's not it, it, poo, let's not poo poo, Mark. Come on, it is, but it, it's just a very weird. It's just a very weird thing to kind of to throw out there. You know, there was uh, there've been there've been there've been other ones. You know, Jackie Chan exists. Has he? Is, oh yeah, headlined by I thought it's a director by yeah. That's an odd one, actually. Oh, so, hang on, what, is it headlined by an Asian-American or just Asian? Asian-American. Yeah, Jackie Chan's not Asian-American. No, but he's Asian. I'm thinking we're now, we're now going to sort of go down to the exact lineage. It just feels, I'm not saying I'm not criticising the film. I'm saying it's a very weird thing, the fact that it's in the fucking headline on the Wikipedia thing. I think it's an odd thing to kind of be... To point out. To tracking. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I don't know. It's... It, I I have less problems with that than I do many things in life. I'm saying it's just a very weird thing. It's what's going to be next. The it, it, it's just a great. It's a weird grading system. It is a very strange grading system. Okay, it, it's, it's, it's going to go down a rabbit hole. So let's just get into the yeah, plot. It <laughs> um, so it's hard one to decipher plot for this. Because of the way it's it's tall, um, so the whole thing is shown. Not even the whole fucking thing, is it? Because it's not the whole thing. It's all it's all shown through various devices. Media devices. Yeah, yeah, it's not all shown through like um, Skype or whatever, but it's all all yeah. shown through screens. Yes, of some um, and um, John Cho uh, plays David Kim. Um, who we go through through the start of it, it, it takes on a bit of a journey through his daughter Margot's life and how we get to the point where the, the kind of the story starts. Uh, and so it's taken from literally from being born, I think, isn't that? Yeah, yeah, off first day at school, I think it is, maybe. 
prior it's to school, yeah, early. Well, early years, up until... Uh, Before that, because pictures of their wedding and all sorts of things, it kind of, it, it logs into all of their different... I do a synopsis. All right, then fucking go with it. Um, through to where we pick up the story, where she's a high school student, um, and sadly her mother has passed some months earlier, and basically leading us through into that she seems to have been a little bit disjointed and it's towards the start through sort of FaceTime and things like that so firstly Ian did you get on with the way the film was shot and shown to you um yeah uh it wasn't uh, it wasn't particularly a problem I mean obviously we reviewed Unfriended Dark Web last week which uh, has yeah. a similar milieu um, I, you know, I liked the kind of tracking of time through the various, like, OSs being used. Um, yeah, like, it kind of started with what, like, Windows XP, I think it was, and then kind of moved mm. on to modern day Mac. Um, even though there were certain anachronisms in there, like the, the calendar invites that were popping up towards the start, or like the calendar events, it was like, I don't really remember Windows XP doing that. Like, I, you know, obviously, like, Mac OS now has, like, calendar and whatnot, but I didn't particularly remember that being a feature of XP, but it's pedantic, but it kind of, it did actually slightly take me out of it. Um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't necessarily have a problem with that. I've got stuff that I had a problem with with this film, and it wasn't the presentation. So how do you how did you find the film in, in, in general? Then we'll get into sort of like good points and bad no, points. Cool, yeah. I mean, like I thought the first three quarters or so were actually pretty strong, and I thought John Cho was really good. And then it fucked it at the end. Um, that that's kind of like it, it. It turned from a film that I I thought was actually really genuinely engaging and enthralling, and uh, took a silly turn, and then took a turn which. I don't, it like this kind of thing. Usually, they're like quite low budget horror films that've got like a nasty sheen to them. And Searching is definitely more mainstream in that regard. And I don't know. I was talking to Donna about it after, and she was like, well, "That's a you know, all spoilers all the time. That's a nice ending. Like you, you, you're obviously not just not a mainstream audience member." And it was like, "Okay, yeah, no, I see your point, but." You know, I, it feels fucked up to say, but it's like having her kind of live at the end was a bit like, ah, oh, all right, then fine, I suppose. Let's have Unfriended Dark Web. Let's just have a fucking cyclist get hit by a van at the end. He'd have been left with no one here, no one at all. He'd have been all on his own. Oh, uh, he, he had his dirtbag brother, didn't he? Was in the middle of the fucking road, so it's his fault. He'd have been left all on his own, Mark, with his, just his weed peddling brother. <laughs> That's not fair on poor John Shaw. No, no, I mean, it's... It, okay, yeah, no, I mean, like, it's, you know, uh, I, I don't know. It, it's interesting. Uh, it was produced by... It is unlike you to be rooting for the kid in the movie to die. <laughs> Normally you're like, no, all children in all movies should live, even if they're really No, I, I don't know. Like, just... bitch should have died. I've got no... Dead. I know. I don't think I'm quite that bit should have died, but um, it just. I I I don't. It, it, I suppose it wasn't what I, I expected, which is a good thing. But it just like the, the fucking like I don't know the the score at the start, like the start 
like just the whole kind of like oh the happy and then the sad then the happy and then the sad I mean it, it's it, it's what is it trying to do up via FaceTime I, I you yeah. know it, it I, I it bothered me and like it was just like right okay f- fine and then it kind of brings that up at the end as well it's oh yeah I'm not really I'm not into that it's interesting because Timo Bambatov the director of the fabulous Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, um, <laughs> he's he's produced three of these, right? So he produced Unfriended Dark Web, he produced this, and he's directed one, which is playing LFF called Profile. And it's like, what is Timur Bekmambatov up to at the moment? Literally, he's literally just fucking, he's just refreshing something on his laptop and going, oh, for fuck's sake, and then just writing these fucking movies or whatever. I mean, like, <laughs> I, I am praying that is on the, the online streaming thing for LFF press and industry and whatnot, because if it is, that's going to be the first fucking thing I watch. That sounds quite good, actually. I'd watch that. Yeah, straight up, you know, and it's like, I want to see what Timo about Mambatov can actually do with directing and not just producing, because it's like, okay, he's produced the fucking nihilistic version of this, he's produced the, in the end of the day, heartwarming version of this, what else is he going to do? So, um, yeah, I don't know, I just, I was really into it for a good long while, and then it just, from... From the kind of like the the basically Deborah Messing in the fucking interview bit on, nah, not having it. <laughs> it does. It does seem to. It, it, I, see, that's that's. It sets her up got, all the way through it, though. She's fucking hokey all the way through it. Her story doesn't add up. Her vibe doesn't add up. You know. That there's something wrong. The ending with the pervert in the woods that shoots himself is too easy. So you know that there's something else coming. Yeah. The ending works for me. I don't know whether I was just in the right frame of mind for it because I'm a, I'm a bit low on sleep and it was Isabel's first day back at school, so I was a bit emotional. But the start, the opening worked on me, and I cried when that woman died. And then the ending worked on me, and I cried when they found that lady alive. So I was I was fine with that. I think I was just in the right frame of mind for it to be that little bit schmaltzy. Yeah. That's fair enough. But yeah, I was glad she lived. Poor Margot. Poor John Shaw. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, didn't it was, need it, I didn't need it to be any nastier than it was. I didn't it, need Deborah Messing to win. It was the com. The thing is, what I think it was, was just like the combination of Deborah Messing, the weirdest fucking. Like, uh, just like, that whole thing was just. I, I, I was kind of put off then. And then the... But hang on a second, there was a storm. She only had to survive for two days. And then it's like, then what's going to happen? What's going to happen? It's like, well, she's obviously alive. Because I'll be like... You know, because... I mean, yeah, it would have been fucked up. even more fucking grim. Could you imagine? I mean, it would have been, like... To be fair, you're talking about high-vibing people and applauding people in Halloween, Mark. If that had happened in Searching, I would be I would be standing up applauding, high-fiving, just... What, if they dragged her out of the ravine and she'd done a, like, a head stubbing? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. No, no, no she's still she's dead. dead. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's no, always dead. But I, I don't know, it's just, because it's like amping up that whole kind of thing, and it's just like, oh, fucking hell, so we're going to have to watch this for a couple of minutes, where it's like, okay, and we're, 
we can't see round the 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 uh, the ravine and uh, okay no we're starting to see it and it, it, and then the whole kind of fade to white i mean the fade to white fuck off <laughs> do you know what, do you know what would have been better if if at that moment it was actually michael myers on the fucking stretcher <laughs> Oh, that would have been good. I'll tell you what it would have been better. And just the Halloween music started and it just said, in cinemas, October 31st. Oh, that would have been oh, good. Shit. Like it was just a really long trailer. <laughs> yeah. It should have yeah, faded to white and then it was the reveal that it was the nuclear bomb in Mission Impossible Fallout. And this was actually... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Oh, she just faded to white, right? And then that that battery with the little red line in it and the uh, and the plug thing plugging in was just on the screen and then the lights come up in the cinema. Oh, that would have been great. Oh, that would have been good. <laughs> would it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, thing is, I, it, it lost me at a different point. Because it, it didn't lose you. You, 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 you let I really, really through. enjoyed it. And I, oh, just because I didn't actually get to finish mine because you interrupted me. Uh, oh, Sorry. I, I really thought the way that it was filmed was really well handled as well. I thought it was really well done. Um, there was a few points where the change between the, the screens he was using, I was like, oh shit, yeah, this is supposed to be on the screen, isn't it? Like you, you could, It was easy, easy to forget about the fact that that was the case. Um, I thought it was a lot better done with that than it was done in Unfriended. Yeah, the, the idea that it, that it was on multiple screens yeah. it was, was fine. The minute they took it out of the screen, though, and went to news footage, it lost me. That's fair. Because it because you you're changing your you're changing your hook, you're changing your little viewpoint, mm. and you're now using these bits. It just it lost me a little bit there. And then they went, ah, oh, and now we've done that. We're going to do other people's phones that aren't anything to do with him, and then we're going to use these security cameras that he's putting his brother's thing, and. And it just got a little bit like that. I was like, ah, you, you, you know what? It, it, it felt like they've committed to an idea, got to a point and gone, shit, how do I do this though? Oh, fuck it, I'll just do this. And it just, it, it's... All they've, all they've committed is, is to only showing stuff that could be watched via a screen. That no, leaves it very open. You've it. gone from being high concept to being not that much concept, really. I don't agree with that. Well, you're broke. No, I don't agree with that. <laughs> no, that's fine. That's fine. It just that, that's what it kind of, that's what it lost me from that. I still on the story quite what is it? I just, Johnny Cho's very good in it, but I do think as a character, he goes, that he does get very aggressive with people very, very quickly. Well, yeah. he, he, would, he, he, he probably would. Isabel, I probably would. Yeah. yeah but if, even the girl who's just trying to help him and sort of say, with what is it? He starts snapping her a little bit. And it's like, dude, just, you know, you need to kind of have a little bit more. Which which girl is that? The girl whose study group thing it was. I think, though, that's supposed to, like, he's supposed to be getting confused, isn't he? As far as he was concerned, she was at that girl's house. Yeah. Until like late in the night, and they were friends. And this girl's now saying, "Well, no, she left at nine, and I barely know her." Like, I think the anger is coming from shit. What the fuck? I don't know anything about what my daughter was doing. Which is fine, but I, I, I just felt personally the character directed it in the wrong way. Not because of the performance, but I just think he, 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 he maybe he's watching out in the wrong, the wrong yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know whether I liked it more because, because like. 
having a child, like... I have a child. Yeah, I know. But I have the same child. But Margot's supposed to be, what, 16? 16. Mm. And it's about 14. So there's a couple of years in it, but mm. they're quite close. And, you know, we don't know what she does online. We Like, we can ask her and she can tell us what she tells us, but we don't know for sure what she's doing online. I don't think she's buying weed off my sister. Would it surprise you if she was buying it off Tyler? Yeah, I'm <laughs> All right, no, but do you know what I mean, though? You don't you don't know. She could be buying it off a mate. She could be arranging to meet up with people. She could be going after school to film, oh, my God, the most amazing place to hang out. You know, you don't know what she's doing. She could be doing Michael casts. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Not sure. Michael Not sure, Lee. by the way. Um, you know, she could be doing tasks. She could be talking to people. She could be getting catfished. You don't know. Yeah, and it's. I think that was kind of a bit of a shit. I I, I think I kind of sympathise with him. Such a nerve. Yeah, yeah. I think it really did actually. That's fair. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I I did like the fact that she like just was a good kid. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he's leading you down a pathway to say that. You know, oh, she was involved in something else, and it's just—it's not. She was just. She was running away. Yeah. She wasn't. She was just going to hang out at this place, and yeah, yeah, she was just a good kid. And you know, and the kid that did it wasn't really that bad of a kid. He just wanted to give the money back and scared her, and she ran away. And he did catfish her for six months. We did catfish her, which yeah. isn't great. That's it's a bit. That's big, a bit mental. It's a bit creepy that. I, I <laughs> just I wanted to know why his username was Fish and Chips. Sorry, like yeah, that was weird. It, was, really. it, 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 it was an odd one, wasn't it? Because it's not... Because it, it's, it's, that has more relevance in this country than it does in... Yes, mm. in the US. It, yeah, you're right. In the American community, is he, is he called Surf and Turf? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. So, it, yeah, it was a little bit like that. It, it's... Oh, you're on form. Yeah. I am. I have zigging him off left, right. Fucking That's centre. good. That's good. Um... <laughs> I think it's I, I I did enjoy it. It's just once it once it moved off the the screen, it, it kind of lost me. And the fact that he spent the entire time with his FaceTime open, using it as some kind of like weird little mirror that he talked to his computer with, was odd. Even when he was on calls with people, he still had his FaceTime open. Do people do that? Probably. People are weird now. People are weird. I just, yeah, I, I, what I think what I liked about it as well is you feel like you're in guess, investigating it along with him and finding things out along with him to an extent. Like when he finds the messages from his brother and you're like, oh, no, he didn't. And like when he when he finds out, when he, when he sees the stock photo of the girl and you're like, oh, fucking. And I, I said to you, no, I'm going to say because it it's a bit cheesy in like public, but what? yeah, about him getting catfished. What, 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 what did you describe it as? Catfish and chipped. <laughs> yes, they can describe it as catfish and chipped. <laughs> um, but yeah, when the picture comes up and you're like, oh, she's a stock photo girl. And then you're like, well, who could it be? And I, I liked it. I liked the fact that you were kind of finding things out along alongside him finding it out. Mm-hmm. In terms of catfishing, like, he, he went like, what, three scrolls down? That's fucking amateur, that, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking three scores down. You should have done a bit more of a deep dive. Fucking yeah. 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 Because it's quite easy to fucking find that. Yeah. 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 Amateur. Mm. Yeah. No wonder he got fucking caught. Little bitch. That was creepy. (laughs) 
I don't know, like, I didn't know you could do that with pictures and pictures. Image search, yeah. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know you could do that. Yeah. You can reverse. I knew, you, like, reverse image search was a thing, but I thought you had to do something special to do it. I didn't think you could fucking drag a picture into it. Yeah, you just go to, just go to Google image search and it just brings it up. No. Machine learning's fucking mental, like, some of the shit they can do these days, though. Like... <laughs> Because that's, that's obviously something Google have just developed with, with machine learning about, like, recognising the, these things and being able to do that. But, uh fuck. The cloud's fucked. It's all in the cloud. The cloud's just weird. <laughs> yeah, it's all mental. It's a scary, dangerous place. Yeah. yeah I, I, I can see... I can absolutely... Like I say, it lost me a little bit before. I, I did enjoy it overall, but I can see where I am... Um, I can see why, from the point where it lost you, it did lose you. Yeah, I, don't, it, I can see that it's it does feel slightly disconnected from the the rest of the movie. It's just like I just want to know, like the one question I wanted to ask Deborah Messing: How the fuck did you convince that guy to kill himself? <laughs> I think the information was that she just went and shot him. Yeah, she she, she just shot him. Hang on, so what? So, so she got him drugged up. Got she him got him that. to say that shit and then she shot him. Yeah, yeah, she got him baked, got him to say that, what is it, and then she shot him in the face. I assume it was the face. Yeah. Don't, don't you see him with like with the gun? No, 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 she just says when we got there we found him with a bullet wound to the head. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so that's that's what she did. I thought she was like the suicide whisperer. No. <laughs> no. Oh, what a strange dark power that would be. No, no, but it reminded me of an X-Files episode. It was called like oh. Pusher or something about a guy yeah. who could talk people into doing things. And there's a bit where, towards the end of the episode, where he's trying to convince Mulder to kill him, like shoot himself, I think. Yeah, I think I remember this one, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, not a million miles away. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Unfriended dark webs way better. Sorry, slash fuck you. <laughs> I prefer this to unfriended dark web. Yeah, me too. Nah, you're wrong. Uh, but so what? 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 What are we saying on, on this, guys? Where? Where is everybody on it? Nah, definitely not shit. Like I, I enjoyed it for like the first hour or so, and it did have me into it. But by the end of it, it was like I will never watch that again. <laughs> fair enough. That's a fair enough one. Uh, where are you when it next? Oh, definitely not shit. And we'll watch it again. And Ian's wrong about the ending. <laughs> I'm, I'm also definitely not shit. Um, and I, 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 I will end up watching it again because Becky will make me watch it again. I so, just want to say uh, I am all for 16-year-old Asian-American girls living in real life. You wanted her to die. Just not you in wanted... movies. No, I don't. You wanted Daniel Kim to be on his own with his with his smackhead no, stoner brother uh, yeah smackhead was a bit strong wasn't it um, yeah. a bit harsh that man well, that's, why I, that's why I changed it to stoner uh, well our, our audience poll on that was definitely not shit 91% that's really high that's a really high vote wow 9% wow shit 0% geostorm 0% it's rare we get 0% for shit yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit. I'm not surprised by it. I'm surprised by it. Yeah, so hmm. <laughs> there is that. Um, I know we've not got a lot of what we've been watching, but do you have some things, Ian? And then we'll do upgrade. I've got a couple of things. Sure. Yeah. Go on. Fire, fire matters. Let me just crack, crack open a Heineken. 
Yes, go ahead. That's literally it. That one. Yeah. Huh? We, we, we've literally got one Max film. silently asking me, shit, is that really all we've watched? Yeah, that is literally it. That one movie. Oh, fair, yeah, no, I know what that is as well. Um, okay, so, I've got a few things. Um, so, uh, yeah, Wreck-It Ralph. Went to see it in 4DX, which uh, long-time listeners of the show will remember me talking about 4DX and being... Uh, assaulted by my chair uh but lottie really wanted to go see it and obviously it my chair didn't actually assault me so you know why not let's go do this um when you don't care about a film it's fine it's fine um oh yeah it's fine um you know the chairs swirl around it it bumps about it does its thing Water sprays up. Lottie didn't want the water to spray up on her, so I turned it off on her seat, but she laughed whenever I got sprayed in the face with water. <laughs> the 3D is shit, but 3D yeah. is shit. And, yeah, I, I but Wreck-It Ralph's fun. I'm looking forward to the, sec- the second one. Um, Lots genuinely had to go to the toilet at one point, otherwise I, I, I think she would have sat there and watched the whole thing. Um. John C. Riley's charming. His relationship with Sarah Silverman's really fun in it. Um, it's just it's silly, goofy fun. I'm worried about the second one because it does just look like it's going to be a bunch of skits strung together, which the first isn't. The first actually has a story. Um, and yeah, just, it does seem like they're going to cram as much as many different characters into this one as they possibly can, and it's doing more like a oh look, it's that, it's that. Oh oh wait, now it's that, and now it's that. Yeah, no, no, exactly. And it, 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 but this one, it tells a story. The concept of a bad guy trying to be good, even though he's a bad guy, was fucking blowing Lottie's mind. Like, you know, it, obviously that kind of stuff's binary for a kid, so kind of having to try and explain that through. And I, th- I think she understood it by the end, so fair play. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's a fun film. Um and the 4DX, I, I didn't hate it this time. I wouldn't go see it for anything I care about, like that I actually want to pay attention to go and watch. But yeah, like if 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 she wanted to go see something in 4DX, and I wasn't that bothered about it. You know, like an October half term film or something that's pl- playing in 4DX. Fuck it, why not? You know, so there there you go. Um, so also watched. Um, yeah, so that was that. Oh, uh, yeah, a couple other things. So, uh, Professor Marston and the Wonder Women. Yes. Uh, so. <laughs> Which you sent me a clip of. Uh, yeah. Not going to say what I said on WhatsApp. Nope, no. <laughs> it wasn't um, anything bad, by the way, people. It just it doesn't need to discuss here. No. Um, so, this is the story of the gentleman who created Wonder Woman who was essentially in a relationship where he loved two women and those two women loved him and each other. So it's not just a man gets fun times with two women kind of thing, though the the two women seem to genuinely love each other as well. Um, And it's basically about how that is obviously frowned upon in like 30s and 40s America um, and what that kind of did for him as a result. Um, I will say there are moments in this film where if it were directed by a man, that man would never be able to live this film down. Um, 
it very much delights in Bella Heathcote, uh, which, you know, good-looking lady, and Rebecca Hall, who's also a good-looking lady. Um, you see more of them than you do Luke Evans. Even though you don't, you don't, it's not gratuitous, but it's kind of interesting that you don't see Luke Evans in that many compromising positions in this film. Um, and he's an actor who I think would be perfectly fine with doing that as well. Um, uh, yeah. It's an interesting film, very strong performances from the central trio. Um, but considering the subject matter, I was surprised by how generically biopicy the structure of it was. Um, and it also a bit of slipshod direction, I would say. Um, there's stuff where it's like, well, this is being told in the 40s, but it's actually relating to something in the 30s, but no, then it's something to the 20s and it's back to the 30s. And it actually genu genuinely got a little bit confusing. It was like the director had watched Inception and thought all films are better if you have things happening in different time planes. But Ian, she directed Herbie Fully Loaded. Classic. Then I take everything back. The woman's a genius. Um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. It just... It's it's definitely not shit. The the story is told okay enough for that, and the performances are strong. Um, but I'm not surprised that this basically went under the radar, even though you know, it came out towards the end of last year, and Wonder Woman was obviously a big hit last year. You'd think it would get some fucking heat just because of that, and it didn't. And to be honest, I think the quality of the film is probably why. I was about to say, it's the sort of film where I'll watch it when it arrives on like Sky Movies or anything like that, but I think it has arrived on Sky Movies, and I'm guessing you watched it on Now TV. Yeah, boom. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, well, you know when you see like the, the knockoffs on Prime? Yeah. Like, I just thought it was one of those. And it you thought it was a Wonder Woman knockoff? Yeah, I thought it was just some kind of cash-in. No, it's not. No. It's a film. It, it, it is a kind of cash-in a little bit, though. <laughs> it's a... It's a we'll we'll throw this in here because we want people to see it, but it is a little bit of a cash in. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, like, I, who knows when the fuck it was greenlit and whatnot? But it just, yeah, it it does feel like that. But I mean, obviously, the story is very like not Hollywood blockbuster. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It just. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of nothinged by it, which, considering the story it's telling, does feel like the film's a failure as a result, even though the film's not necessarily shit. Um, speaking of the films that aren't shit, um, Cold War, uh, directed by Pavel Palioski, uh, pa uh, I want to say. I think that's right. Who, uh, thank you, a couple of years back directed Ida, which I think was nominated for Best Foreign Language Film at the Oscars. I think he got a Best Cinematography nod as well. Um, and also, I believe he directed My Summer of Love with Emily Blunt like a good long while ago now, but it was like one of her early films. It, it, it won uh, Best Foreign Language Film. Oh, it won Best Foreign Language. There you go. Yeah, and, um, and you're, you're right. It was nominated in uh, Best Cinematography. Yeah, that, that yeah, great fucking... That's a fucking great-looking film. And it is a very nice film, actually, yeah. Mm. 
He did do my summer of love. Yeah, I really enjoyed my summer of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great flick. Um, so, Cold War. Basically, um, starts 1947, I think it is, um, where a, a couple of people um, who are basically wanting to kind of create a almost like a performing arts touring troupe um, are holed up in this house and uh, they're getting various like people from the near- nearby village to kind of audition and whatnot. And there's this girl uh, who it's revealed pretty early on. It's not from the village. Um, and she actually w- went to prison for killing her father. Um, and she basically falls for the guy who's kind of heading this troop up and he falls for her. And it, it becomes this kind of story of them never quite being able to be together because of various circumstances, um, both kind of like just their, what is going on in their personal lives, but also wider conflicts. Um, so for instance, uh, the, like the key thing that kind of bring, takes them apart at the beginning is that they are the, the performing troupe are being forced to essentially sing songs and do dances celebrating Stalin. Um, he is not into that. She is scared to kind of leave and he, uh, essentially runs away and escapes to France. He wants her to come with her, uh, him, but she doesn't feel she's strong enough. So she doesn't. And uh, there's kind of a crack there, um, and it, it it reduces and increases as the film goes on before a uh, final 15 minutes or so, which is just a hell of a thing. Um, there, there's a scene where you realise someone's made a sacrifice for someone, which is just, just fucking incredible. Like, just wow. Um, and the ending really tops it off as well. Um, it's, it's a fuck, it, 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 it's amazing. Um, it tells this really fucking epic through the decade story in 89 minutes. Um, <laughs> you know, that's, that, that's really impressive. Yeah. Oh, it, it really is. And it's all done in this like four free frame, uh, which, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like it, like either, which is claustrophobic, but I, I, you, you kind of get the kind of oppression that they're feeling. But he still manages to pack in some incredible fucking shots. Like there's a shot that I put up on Instagram and Twitter, just because it fucking. I had to pause it and just go, "That's fucking amazing." Yeah, um, but you did, you did work out. It's, it's fantastic. Like it's just so it's like quite early on in the film, and it's these two people talking stood in front of a mirror, and so they're highlighted kind of in the frame because the mirror images are just kind of like uh, are just less. Uh, it colourful's weird because it's black and white, but they're, they're they're just kind of they're less foregrounded in the frame because these people are actually there, and it's like their real image against a kind of almost projected image of other people, even though it's actually a mirror image. It's it's an amazing shot, and there's there's r- loads of really cool shots in this film, um, and uh, the, the two leads, uh, Thomas 
Thomas Cott and Joanna Kulig uh, are, are, are great. Um, I mean, it is a little bit she's a young vivacious blonde and he's an older man uh but i think they actually which in this day and age kind of feels quite reductive but i i i think that they actually pull it off the chemistry is fucking there um and yeah i don't know i I, it was really it was really really impressive um and I, i i thought either was a fucking fantastic film personally mm. i think cold war's better and it will be pretty fucking high up at the end of the year for me oh nice i'm gonna have to get that watched um and yeah so it's um it, it's got a, a limited theatrical at the moment but um curse on home cinema um it, it, it's an artificial eye thing curse on own artificial eye so it's uh, got a, a premium video on demand release as well so it's available on curse on home cinema Will cost you twelve quid though, uh, which their new releases used to be a tenner. Yeah, they they, they, they did. Yeah, so that's a shame, but it, it's it's, it's a twenty percent increase. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty rough. But um, see at the cinema for less. Yeah, you could probably see it at the cinema for less. It is, but but we always say. If you could pipe it straight into your house, would you pay that? Yeah, probably would pay twelve quid. I mean, yeah, I mean that—that's that, the thing with the fact that we like—I've been out to the cinema like twice in two days. So it was Saturday, Sunday. Then I just rented this on Monday night. That's fine. Uh, even though it—it it is one of those films where it would be good to see it on a big screen. But yeah, Cold War—it's really, really good. Ah, hmm. oh, man, we'll get on like that. Yeah, it sounds good. Does that? Is that all from yourself, Ian? Yeah, that's me. Cool, and we'll let you do this one back. No, you can do it. No, you can do it. No, you can do it because you love this movie. I do fucking love this movie. There you go. Um, I love this whole movie franchise, even the shit ones. Scorpion King. In Scorpion King. It's got Dwayne The Rock Johnson in an early role. It does. Yeah. Um, So, anyway, so we watched The Mummy as a... Did it start off as a Sunday afternoon rewatch? No, we started watching that. Did we? Yeah. No. Yeah. Wow. Right, so the film, this is a film that usually for us is relegated to afternoon off, but we uh, watched The Mummy with uh, Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weisz, John Hanna, um, and Arnold, is it Vosloo? Vosloo. Um, as the titular mummy. Um, and, yeah, wandering around with his face getting regenerated, just saying Anuks and a moon a lot of the times. Does that a lot. Yeah, I I mean I'm assuming most people have probably by by now seen the mummy. It was released in nineteen ninety nine, but basically it's um the the fair back in back in the olden times, the Pharaoh's mistress has an affair with his high priest. Both of them end up getting killed uh he gets awoken he gets killed in uh, stupidly enough by the ancient egyptians in a way that means that if he is ever released he'll be the scourge of egypt and release all these plagues it seems like a a, a short-sighted way to kill somebody um but he, obviously he does get released comes back tries to res- resurrect his um his girlfriend and yeah 
Brendan, uh, Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz try and stop him. So, yeah, that's kind of the gist of the movie. It is indeed. There's some, uh, some nice sand effects going on. That sandstorm where he opens his mouth really wide and swallows a plane. He does swallow a plane. That's good. Um, sucks the life out of some people. Yep. Just like Life Force. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets really scared by that cat. He does not like that cat. He does not like that cat. No. There's the cool golden book. Yeah. Yeah, and and the mummies they they never regenerate though the ones that are like priests and like his army do they they just stay like yeah crispy mummy looking yeah and yeah this is just because you like Brendan Fraser. Oh, I do really like Brendan Fraser. I want to see him make a comeback. I feel like I I, I like The Rock a lot. I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. However, I am a little bit bitter on Brendan Fraser's behalf that he has essentially just taken his career away. <laughs> that just makes me a bit sad. It is, yeah. Never never more obvious than in Journey 2, the centre of the earth. Yeah. Um, oh, no, Journey 2, Mysterious Island. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as it is the direct sequel. Yeah, no, I do like Brendan Fraser a lot. I think he's, I think he's fantastic. It, it, there, there was that, that little period, wasn't there, where he... He became a genuinely like bankable star. Oh God, yeah. Um, and he, he he is a charismatic screen presence mm. at a time. He is. You know, yeah. he's a lot of he's a lot of fun in this movie, and you know he, he's got the the goofiness to be relatable with also the physicality to seem like he could pull these things off, but also as well he can look quite handsome at points. Well, he's kind of going for a kind of knockoff. But funnier Indiana Jones kind of vibe in this, mm, and he's yeah. going to go for that adventurer type thing, but with a less of the whole "I'm a serious grumpy man" kind of. With less Harrison Ford. Well, yeah, is <laughs> what you're saying. And oh my! And I said to you when we were watching, how young and adorable is Rachel Weisz in this movie? Yes, she is very young and very adorable. Isn't she is, yeah. Um, I I love it. It's it's. It's great comfort watching for you, isn't it? It absolutely is, yeah. It's it's apple pie and custard in a movie for me. Nice. It, it it just is. You sit, you watch it, you feel feel like you've been been hugged by the uh, by the TV and just it, it. Yeah, I love it, and I love I love the sequel. And what's the what's the crap sequel that isn't Scorpion King? Two of the Dragon Emperor. That's the one where they just go. Uh, Rachel Weisz is Mario Belloni now. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, not that's not good, but it's you know I, I still watch it quite happily. Yeah, nice. I just like within it, but yeah, I, I love him. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've not we've had, a, we've had a funny kind of weird busy week, haven't we? So we've not really caught that yeah. much, have we? No, why have we? I don't even know what we've been doing. Um, me neither. Can you? Can, can you think of like? Do you guys want to think about that where I go for a pee? Yeah. I'm ever so sorry, but I kind of feel like my fucking kidneys are about to burst. It's very worrying. <laughs> press press mute on your way. I'm not going to do that this time. I'm not taking the laptop, is why I'm fucking telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, we <sighs> a kind of a busy, a busy ish week, haven't we, sir? Um, we, we've not really watched that much. Um, oh, I went out Friday. Did you went you? out Friday. <laughs> we went out Saturday. I, I, well, I, I did, but I watched um, the first three parts of a four-part um, miniseries slash, Alan Hughes calls it a film, uh, Defiant Ones, uh, which is the 
uh, story of the essentially like um, Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre's relationship and how they form beats and the apple perch and things like that. So are you wanting to watch part four before you discuss that? Oh, more, yeah. You know, but it, it, yeah. It's, it's, it follows, essentially, it, it, it follows, it gives you an idea of them, but also it takes you through the journey of following Jimmy Iovine's career at the same time as following Dr. Dre's careers and how, how they end up clash, you know, colliding and then and then going from, from there. Mm. Um, it's, I think with it being Dr. Dre and it being Jimmy Iovine, it being... The, the level that they're at and also as well the fact that it's Alan Hughes uh, is making the film mm. you've got you know the talking heads are not they're not small level talking heads you've got people like um, big names in there well Jimmy Irvine and Andrea and in it and, you know he's got good access to those guys and yeah. then you know you've got people like Springsteen and Pi Smith and Ice Cube and you know, there's all of these, you know, the big name stars, you know, U2 and etc. and all these things. It's yeah, they're not. <coughs> it's not low level. It's a very high level production. Mm. Uh, but I do have the last part of that um, to to watch. So I think I'll probably talk about it more next week when I've actually watched that. Last How long are the parts? Uh, well, the parts are. They're not. They're not. It's not set out how long the parts are. So it's not like each part is an hour long. Mm. The first one's like an hour and 12, the second one's like an hour and a half, and the third one thinks about an hour and 10, and I think the last one's like an hour and a half again. Yeah, I was going to try and catch up with the first three and then watch the last one with you, but I think maybe not. Uh, they're, they're, they're fascinating to watch, and they give a great insight into into both what is their work as, as kind of counterbalancing documentaries to work together. Um, and yeah, I, I found it really quite interesting. Oh, good. Uh, but and Saturday we're out, obviously. Saturday we're out. Sunday were out. Monday I wasn't very well. You had to run straight, didn't you? Yeah. The Tuesday we watched the morning. Aww. And it's Wednesday. That's our week, guys. That's our week. <laughs> We're back in. <laughs> Hi. 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 Very good. We did fill time there. <laughs> we, gave, we, gave, we gave everyone a rundown of our week. Hmm. Bit worrying when you go. Yeah, Friday we're out. Saturday we're out. Sunday we're out. <laughs> well, I was out for Friday. You were. You, you were. were. You were at Shrimper's house. Yeah, I was babysitting <laughs> while you went out. You were still out. Were you in our house? Yes, fair enough. Stop whining then. Fuck off. Um, upgrade. Indeed. Yes, upgrade. Um, is the new film uh, written and directed by uh, Lee Wanell. Uh, stars Logan Marshall Green. Um, who else? We got Betty Gabriel, Harrison, Harrison Gilbertson, and yeah, a bunch of other people that I, to be honest, didn't really recognise. Um, yeah, so it's set in the. It doesn't. Spe- I don't think it specifies when it's set, does it? Not it's really. In, no. In the, it's in the not too distant future. I think is what it's supposed to be. But far enough in the future that things have kind of moved along. Yeah. Um, Logan Marshall Green plays Gray Trace, who is a uh, mechanic, and he deals in what we uh, still be now classed as, as um, you know, as, as classic cars, but in a world where cars are basically self-driving, etc. So it's, it's a world beyond. Yeah, essentially the the normal proper 
car cars seem to be a bit of a novelty, don't they? Like yeah. a classic car. Yeah, so it, it, it is more of a thing there. Um, <clears throat> Ian, are you just jumping up and down your bed? It's like the hamster here. It is the hamster. <laughs> <laughs> he's across the room as well is that really picking him up yeah a little bit it sounds like the tin man's jerking off in your room <laughs> very good <laughs> you are on fire tonight yeah he is on fire you get one show a year and it works <laughs> punning up a storm can't do a synopsis for shit but I can draw <laughs> that fucking joke <laughs> um so he's uh, just at the start of the movie. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's jacking it again. <laughs> at the start of the movie, he's, he's just finished doing a project. Maybe, maybe the Tim Mum's just really, really excited about this world of technology in the future. Yeah. Like, Timmy's fucking loving upgrades. Go on, mate. <laughs> um, and so he's... Um, He's taking the car that he's this Pontiac Firebird that he's made for this guy. Uh, nice he, yeah, he turns out to be interrupts me. I'm trying to do this. Sorry. Um, who turns out he's working for a big, huge tech company, and he shows this system that is called called STEM that's going to basically be able to do anything. As they are leaving this place, um, Gray and his wife uh, Asia, uh, they're in the self-driving car. And essentially, it gets modern car jacked, where they literally hack it, crash it, and then... Uh, I remember, guys, we are all spoilers all the time. This is the fucking trailer. So, um, Gray's wife is then killed by one of the guys, and Gray is shot as well and is rendered uh, quadriplegic. quadriplegic. Uh, he then is told by the weird guy that he built this car for or fixed this car for uh, that he can help him by installing a thing called stem to essentially in the back of his neck to to connect the nerves that don't work to the nerves that do work so therefore his brain will tell stem that he wants to move his arms etc and it will give him all these things but it'll be slightly better what was that action what you looked like one of the inflatable arm waving men <laughs> I'm guessing the first thing he did was he was a bit of popping and looking. Uh, fuck off. Uh, turns out, though, uh, that Stem can actually control Grey on his own if he gives him authorization, and then we'll go into more shit that he can do as we go along. I'm sure, there's another film that's doing something along those lines. There is something yeah. that's very similar, yes. Mm. Um, so, Ian, upgrade. What did you think? I was in as soon as the fucking voiceover AI person was actually saying the production (laughs) companies at the start instead of the fucking text. Yeah. That was such a weird non sequitur. It was, wasn't it? You kind of went, I wonder why nobody has ever done this before. (laughs) It was, yeah, I was just like, all right. I'm buying what you're selling, and I continued buying what it was selling, and by the end, I bought what it was selling, and then bought another five. <laughs> Very nice. Like, it was, um, yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I really fucking enjoyed this. It, it knew exactly what it was. It was just, I know it's been said before, but it's basically a hyper-violent black mirror, and it's like, yeah, fine. That'll do. It doesn't have the lot like kind of the lofty ambitions of Black Mirror. It's not trying to go look how smart I am like Black Mirror occasionally does. 
It knows it's a fucking nasty little action film and it kind of rebels in it. Like, it, it, like yeah, fine. It's funny. Logan Marshall Green was a, uh, was a good time. It will be better than Venom. There you go. You know, and that fucking ending was just like, like as soon as he like woke up in that hospital bed, it was it was totally like, oh shit, he's trapped in his head. Oh no! And yeah. I, you know, I like that it literally like thirty seconds later was like, yeah, this is what what's happening. Instead of like being all, oh, there should be a little hint at the end. It's like just full bore. Not stems taking him over. That's it. The world's fucked now. It's all about stem, 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 stem. End. Good shit. Yeah, that ending's really fucking dark, don't it? But I like it. He'll be happy. Yeah. In what, his brain world. That's the, it, that's the thing. It's a bittersweet ending, isn't it? Because he's, get, he's getting the fucking ending he wants, but the rest of the world isn't. No, but like you will have to witness it. So, fair play. Um, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I'm sure it's got flaws that I could pick out if I wanted to, but honestly, I really don't want to. So, it's... Th- there's... There's little bits of me go, huh, okay, you have to take a bit of a leap there, but fine. Which bit in particular? Well, neither of them in the car with, at the start when they get carjacked, is, has the stem um, microchip on them, with them, in them at all. And they're quite far away from where they drop the car off with, is it Erin? Yeah. They're quite far away, and yet stem still manages to hijack their car and make them crash and so that they can be killed by the but she can be killed and he can be right quadriplegic well how, how does it hijack it that, that distance wi-fi it's working off wi-fi yeah to be fair it hijacks that car later on doesn't it yeah in the show i like, didn't like that bit yeah i don't know just that oh and I, I did like the bit right there's there's some bits that i really like the bit i liked the arm gun just the just with the, the the bullets in the upper arm, and then you fire out your hand. I like that. Yeah. That was nice. Um, I liked the bit where um, where he kind of basically tells Stem to to fuck that guy up, but you can't watch. So you you basically it just focuses in on his face, looking a different way, like gritting his teeth mm. while his arms doing something off screen, and he just turns back and he's sliced up all that guy's face. I think the the they play that really well the bit where the internal sort of conversations that he's having with STEM, I think they play that really well. Um, I think the actual scenes where STEM takes over are physically done very well. Yeah, that, that's, that's the thing that I... I where I, it just essentially hangs like a puppet. I, 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 I particularly like... I think it's it's a really, it's a really, really interesting performance by Logan Michael Green. Mm. I think had it been in a a less gnarly, less nasty movie, mm. um, then I think we might have, it might be getting a lot more attention than, than it kind of is. I think it's really unfortunate it's coming out now, the same time as Predator, basically. Because the, pe- no, you know what I mean? Venom. Coming around the same time. Yeah. Venom, yeah. Well, you know, the, the comparisons are unavoidable. Yeah, they both, I, they both look quite alike, and they're both about films where they're taken over by something internal and do, and the internal thing can take control. Yeah, I, I think they'll be very different performances. Oh, absolutely, um, yeah. But, but I, I thought it was quite good the fact that it's there's a there's a there's a very big disconnect between the way that his his head is reacting to the way that his body reacting. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, it's great. 
it's very amusing. And I think that's a really the way that uh, Lee Winnell's taken the the action and managed to make it shoot it and frame it. So what's almost done is it's almost like you're you're being shown it. Uh, as a slowed down version of how quickly things are actually happening. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. So that you can make it out. So that that makes it <coughs> feasible for Logan Marshall Green to be able to physically do both parts of acting. He's got to act mechanical with his arms, but natural with his head. <laughs> and it's a really, it, those juxtapositions is really quite, it's a lot of fun mm. um, to watch it. And it's a real, it's a real treat watching the way that he's he's kind of like smiling and going, but also looking really worried about what his body's doing with that lack of control. But he's the actual guy doing it. It's, it's a really, I, I genuinely think it's a really fantastic piece of acting. Yeah. Just just the whole, please stay down, man. Please, yeah. You know, you, you don't know what's gonna happen. Please stay down. And it, yeah, I, I, I mean, like the. The robotic movements, like at the end, are maybe a little bit hokey. I you said that, yeah. while watching it, actually, Beck said that while we watching it. Why said, has he moved so naturally throughout the rest of the film, and now all of a sudden he's walking like that? Mm. I never got that. He's got, such, he's got such a massive amount of control of that body to be able to fight like he does, yet he can't even walk normally. That don't make any sense. That, 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 I didn't notice it, but if you, if you two both did notice it, then clearly it's something. I mean, to to be fair, it does kind of make it creepier when he like picks up the detective, and you know, it's it just like the whole. It it's almost as if it's to kind of like freak the fuck out of like just the people around him or something. Just like look who fuck look who I am now, you know. It, it yeah, I don't know. It's um. Yeah. Everyone by. Sorry. And he hadn't he killed everyone by that point where he fully takes over and then walks off. Yeah. Oh no. All right. No. Fair enough. Then. Yeah. Say. Yeah. No. You're right. Take that back. Because it's um, he's trying to shoot himself before he kills. Because uh, he's already killed the guy, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like he's trying to shoot himself before he kills the girl. Is that it? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 And then Stem takes over. He smashes her head against the wall. Yeah. And then comes up and walks like a robot. Uh. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, that it was a little bit. Okay. We get the point. You probably didn't need to do the walking like a robot as well. We can understand that he is STEM now. Yeah. I did like the bit where he broke the man's arm and shot him with his own arm gun. That was a good kill. That was solid. There were some good kills in this, actually. Just that fucking first one where it's just like he pushes the knife into the guy's face. Like, like the, the reaction in my audience was fucking amazing as well. I was just like, oh! <laughs> but it was the, oh! Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This, this film only made about 50 grand this weekend. And, like, I'm really disappointed by it. I mean, like, to be fair, it's only showing twice a day in, in the cinema world by me. But... The, the like it must have been like two thirds full. I mean, it was a fairly small screen, but it was a good little turnout. And it's just like, it's a shame, you know. It, it's a really f- wickedly smart, fun, violent, inventive action thriller. I mean, like I, I was saying on the WhatsApp group that it basically feels like it's some weird 
retro gem from the 80s that's just yeah. been uncovered now. It, it, I, I, that's, it, that's exactly how it feels. And I think that's, that's kind of... With, I'm sorry to be with uh, Lee Wanell, but he was... Uh, not recently, it was, it was a while ago when he was talking about it and saying that... He, that it was he wanted to make a, a movie, the type of movie that he grew up watching, and it's sort of the the the, the, the you know the, the guys who did Saw have done some fucking really interesting shit since, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's really fascinating watching you know where they've gone from from there mm. that they've both gone to forge such kind of like similar but also just really. Um, really well thought out careers, you know, that what, near 20 years since Saw came out mm. and they're both very active, but not making, you know, straight to VOD fucking crap. You know, they, 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 they've used the, the influence that Saw had. And obviously I'm guessing that the fans that, that, that they've got, yeah. the, the names that they've got to go out there and do interesting shit. And, you know, Lee one L's, you know, found a good place at Bloomhouse that you can go, Oh, I want to. I want to make this. And it, it's a really high concept movie, and they've gone right. How much can you do it for? I don't know, like five million dollars. Fuck it, do it. We'll make that back. No fucking problem. What was this one under? Was under? Was it Bloomhouse Till? Bloomhouse Till, yeah. Which so that's is... kind of like their little banner that they put weird shit under. Little plan. It's, it, it's their like properly Oddity. low budget, like yeah. the kind of stuff where it is a bit more. I mean, that's the thing. It's fascinating because Blumhouse has now become so big that they do kind of have to differentiate their stuff. Their stuff. So, like, Halloween is a Blumhouse film. Yeah. Get yeah. Out is a Blumhouse film. But Unfriended Dark Web and this are Blumhouse tilt films. And it's, you know, it it's awesome. I mean, like, we, we've been long on record of saying how impressed we are with Jason Blum and his whole operation on this show, but it's just like the fact that he's now in a place where he can do that, but it doesn't necessarily feel like he's denigrating them by being tilt. It basically just means this is going to be a bit more hardcore and maybe kind of experimental than a Blumhouse film will be. Yeah. I think it's a clever idea. It's clever doing it and, and saying, you know, and, and, putting that in there and saying not because not kind of like grouping this with things like um for instance insidious the last key or black clansman you know it's they really are a a, a, a fascinating production company and it's just it's i don't know i mean dude's been nominated for two best pictures in the last few years um yeah with with get out and whiplash um and it kind of feels like he's going from strength to strength but he still is on this um this whole kind of thing he's got about you know if you if this is a first time film i'll give you five million dollars or and you can do whatever the fuck you want you have com- basically complete creative control as long as I okay it at the start. Um, and then if it's a sequel or something like that, then we'll look at upping the budget. And, I, you know, I, I that's just an awesome, awesome idea. And I'm just fucking... The amount of fucking stuff that he's a producer on at the moment 
Mm. It's crazy. And I mean, like, Blumhouse produced sharp objects. Um, uh, so they're kind of getting into TV there. Um, you know, I mean, fuck, man, he's a producer on Glass. It, it, it just, like, it, it feels like he is the most important, like, behind-the-scenes person in Hollywood as a whole at the moment. Base, uh, it's it just like he's he's getting a lot of this hot shit. I mean, obviously he's got the new Jordan Peele film next uh, next year, but then he's also got Happy Death Day too. Um, he's got Spawn. Um, the, shit, the Gallows Act Two. That's a thing. Yeah, that that that, that seems like a thing that we don't really need. I would say we don't need that. Uh, oh, he's, he's also producing a a movie that Logan Marshall Green's directing. Shit, what's that now? A Doctor Highway. Uh, can't see anything about it, but yeah, it's listed as part of what he's got coming up. I mean, so, yeah, I don't know. That's, it, it just, it's, it's really interesting that he's... Um, oh, fucking hell. Once Upon a Time in Staten Island, a coming-of-age family drama set in the summer of 82, Naomi Watts, Bobby, Bobby Cannavale, and Frank Grillo. Oh, yes. Fucking go on then, but that's the guy. Those movies, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. It just it, it his. I like the fact that he's just he's continuing with his tried and true production model, but he's also getting like mainstream recognition. You know, even though it's the kind of it's the kind of stuff you'd imagine. Fucking like Larry Clark, uh, not Larry Clark. Fucking Larry Cohen, like doing like back in the day. Um it's like almost like what like Wes Craven producing stuff in the eighties just because he's got his name on it. I mean like True for Dare was like promoted as Blumhouse's True for Dare. You know, I mean like it, it, they've got such a name for themselves now, but he, and he's still doing his thing and yet somehow he's bleeding into the mainstream as well. I don't know, the, the, he's a fucking smart dude. Did uh, you see Dare Ian? Sorry? Did you see Truth or Dare? No, I, I've been meaning to rent it on iTunes for the longest time. I just kind of like, I kind of want it to just be the one ninety nine rental that I can just... Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm waiting for that. I'll wait for... I can wait until it comes on... On Prime. On Prime on Sky, on Sky Movies. movies yeah. I, can wait, I can wait until I can see it for free. I, I, I'd like to see it as a curiosity, but again, I, I don't want to pay to see it because it looks bad. I want to pay to see it, but I want to pay to see it out of a subscription. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't want to pay extra on top of my already paid subscription. The, 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 the thing is, I was saying the same about Happy Death Day, and Happy Death Day is the shit. I fucking love that film. It's so, really good. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. Well, who, who's to say? And it's 4K on iTunes as well, so maybe I should just do it. Well, you could you could do it, and you could, like, you could forge the way for us, and if it's any good, well, then we'll pay and watch it. How much is it to rent, and how much is it to buy? Uh, it's like a uh, fiver to rent, twelve quid to buy. I'm not fucking buying it. I don't buy it. Um, yeah, upgrade any more upgrade, guys? Or are we? Oh yeah, we kind of got off. Uh, off Sorry. It, 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 yeah, it's <laughs> cracking. Lee One L. I'm Team Lee One L. I yep. yeah, I really enjoyed. it. I actually after we watched it, I was a bit like, I don't know what I thought of that. You know, like normally I come out of it and I'm like, that was amazing. And then like the day later, I'm like, actually I've had some thoughts. Yeah. I'm the other way around. Like I came out of it thinking, I don't know what I thought. And having thought about it, I really enjoyed it. And yeah, the the things it does 
well of kind of it's 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 made me appreciate more how well those things are done. Yeah, I I I I, I, I thought it was a really good like like Ian says spot on right. It, it's a really good kind of forgotten eighties nasty action flick. Mm. Even the posters <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah, it does. It's got that that it's got that very kind of late eighties eighty eighty eight eighty nine I'd say kind of like vibe to it. Can um, I say something without me sounding like I'm bad mouthing it? Because I'm not. Because there are some good ones. What? It does have a bit of a Netflix original vibe to it. Yeah, that's fair. No, no, that's fair. That's, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but could, could that come from the whole Black Mirror-iness of it? I think it so I don't watch anyone near as Black Mirror as you guys. So I don't no, well, Black Mirror isn't, isn't Netflix. That's not where it started. No, it's like. where it started. Like, um, yeah. It could be a bit, because it's a bit Tao-esque with the smart house and stuff, so it could be making that connection. But I think it's just the... I don't like the way you shot this Tao to show up, though. Yeah, that's good, yeah. Would you like me to shut down? Well, yes, I didn't know I could do that. Yes, please. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. Um, I don't know. I think it's the low-budgetiness. The, the, it's obviously not low-low-budget. It's not like shit low-budget, but it's obviously not high-budget either. Yeah. And I think that's that's the kind of feeling you get off a lot of Netflix, Netflix originals, is that they've spent money but not too much money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Adam Sandler's gone. The the bets Adam Sandler's gone. The budget for this is fifty million, and I get forty nine of it. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Adam Sandler. So, so Chris, <laughs> you can carry the fucking handicap and let's go and film some shit. <laughs> nice. Yeah, he, uh, he needs to just retire. I think he's lost his way. Yeah, but uh, people still watch on. People still watch them. Yeah, but on Netflix. But, yeah, but people still watch them. More people watch them on Netflix than we're going to see them in the cinema. Well, absolutely, yeah. Um, Upgrade to our audience thing. Uh, definitely not shit, 62%. Touch and cloth, 31%. And shit, 8%. Hmm. So, yeah, not quite as, not quite as kind of like up there as... Um, not as emphatic. Emphatic, that's the word I was looking yeah. for. As uh, searching was, but still, people still seem to dig its vibe. Dig its vibe. Yes. Uh, right, questions? <laughs> Don't look at me like that, you weirdo. Yeah. Uh, Rick Kidd at Rick J Kidd after watching Idris Elba's Yardy which other British actor slash actress would you like to see direct a film and what genre would you like it to be in I would go right because I think it would be very Herzogian Tom Hardy and the genre would be Herzogian I just think he would get weirdly obsessed with whatever the fuck he was making a film about and just rabbit hole the shit out of it it's good show yeah, that's a good show. So that's man. that's what I'd watch, and it would be about something like. No, that's who lies there anywhere. Go on, you've got you've got to pick a got to pick something. He's got to do. Hey, what's he doing? What's he doing? He's investigating why there's no why there's no more white dog shit or something like that, or different types of leaf. <laughs> different parts <laughs> why the oak leaves different. Tom Hardy investigates why is that why there's no more white dog shit. Um, uh, yes, please. rabbit holing with it. <laughs> Donna just, just came in and I <laughs> bet she wouldn't have thought that came out of you Becky hi Donna uh, she's, she's gone she's gone gone now um, fuck that's yeah, funny and he's got some like old preserved samples of, of dog shit from the 80s like white dog shit <laughs> that he's kept, that he's, that he's kept <laughs> in preparation for making this movie because he knew one day <laughs> what happens if there's no more white dog shit fucking hell yeah, sorry yeah 
What's a valid point? Why is there no more white dogs? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no. So you, you'd be up for watching a, a movie with Tom Hardy investigating why there's no more white dog shit? Definitely. Excellent. Okay, good stuff. Ian, have you got one? Um, I would like to see Jodie Whittaker direct a film about uh, Doctor Who conventions set up by people angry that Doctor Who's now a woman. And it's just like the nastiest fucking goriest movie you've ever seen. (laughs) Fair enough. I'd like to see Hugh Grant. But, like, seriously, that woman is not going to be paid nearly enough for just the fucking bollocks she's going to have to fucking endure over the next few months once Doctor Who starts up again. Uh, No, I reckon once it starts, people will just either fall in line or they'll stop watching. Oh, fucking, I really hope so, though. I I, I think you've been a little bit... No, because a lot of people were pissed off about Capaldi, and then once it actually started, people were like, well, he's shit, I'm not going to watch it. And then the people that weren't, well, he's shit, I'm not going to watch it, watched it. And it all just calmed down. Have you seen the latest grumble that people have got? Oh, God, what? Is it a stupid outfit? No, it's because their outfit is stupid in fairness, but that's not, it's not her. She looks like a children's TV presenter. Mm. They're moving it from Saturday night to Sunday night. Right, it's a Sunday night TV show, surely. Well, I, I, I thought, that just seems logical. It should be in the Five Children and It slot on BBC One on a, on a Sunday well, night. Straight yeah. up. It's not going to get shunted around by whatever time they put Strictly on because it can't compete with X Factor. It it will be on 7 o'clock on a Sunday night and then you'll have the Strictly results on after. Quite frankly, I'll be watching BBC One for two hours every Sunday night quite happily for the next few months. There you go. I, 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 it's, not, it's not something I watch to take what is part in, but I, I wish her all the best. But I, I do want Hugh Grant to direct a gothic horror movie. Yeah, it'd be pretty sweet. Just because I think it'd be like really fucking nice. Would he, would he direct on Star? No, I don't want him to star in I want him to direct it. Just direct it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it'd be quite a polite movie, I have a feeling. <laughs> like a polite horror movie. Is it a period gothic horror then? Like, yeah, yeah, it is the a period gothic yeah, I think, horror. Yeah, I think that'll be good for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like when they, when all the people have to run out of the room because this fucking ghost is like shaking the house and things like that. You'd be like, oh gosh. The, 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 there'd be like somebody, there'd be like a, a woman in a night and sort of that and somebody go, I'm trying to call. <laughs> <laughs> and you come out and go, that was nice, wasn't it? <laughs> not, not scary, or even, but nice. Just really quite nice. Quite jovial. Yeah, yeah. Co- cordial interactions between people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a bit like that. So yeah, I'd be, I'd be up for that. Um, um, Steve Dixon uh, at The Great SD. A couple of times in recent years, I've had a bad case of giggles at the cinema. Uh, the sex scene in MacGruber and the tattooing scene in Life on the Road spark them off. Have you ever had this at the cinema and what set you off? Well, I had one last year, last year, last week. Yeah, what was that? I it was happy, uh, happy Time Murders with the... Oh, I was there. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> I get the giggles all the time in the cinema and I can't remember. What was that one that we went to see together and we both got the giggles and we couldn't stop laughing? Uh, that was... The one on Jump Street where we couldn't oh. stop laughing. With Guys, white yeah. dog shit update. Yeah. Donna's just WhatsApped me. Yeah. Even though she's upstairs. 
It's because <laughs> the white came from calcium, and after BSE, dogs eat far less bones than they're used to. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, wow, I just thought it was because people have to pick it up now. That's, wow. that's mental. <laughs> Bravo, I don't know if that one out. <laughs> well, I don't think she worked it out, in fairness, bud. Like, I don't know, maybe she's got access to Tom's lab. Maybe she does have access to Tom's lab. Shall there I ask? Go. Shall I ask her if she has, if if she worked it out herself? Yeah, yeah. or if she asked Tom. Mark wants to know if you worked <laughs> it out yourself, or quotes asked Tom. <laughs> no, I have no fucking idea who Tom is either. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Oh. He's doing the investigation. Tom Hardy. He's doing the investigation. I'm unsure if I'm still awake or (laughs) having another anxiety dream. (laughs) I I actually had a dream the other night... um, that I had an entire Elton John concert dream, but the only song I can remember from it is, um, oh shit, I've got which one, uh, I'm Still Standing. Yeah. But I'm sure the dream was the entire concert. But it was just I'm Still Standing, wasn't it, over and over? It might have been, but it was good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty good, mine, yeah. I was fine with that. Um, what was the question? Remind me, Giggles. Giggles. Oh yeah, um, 21 Jump Street, oh, didn't he throw a cup at his head? Was it that bit? No, that, that that was Big Lebowski. What was it in Twenty One Jump Street that that crashed? I can't remember now. It was like literally that, like from from when they start trying to uh, crash into cars into each other to the drug trip sequence. That pretty much like fifteen minute segment there. Yeah. Damn near killed us. Pretty good show. Have you had one here? Uh, no, I'm deadly serious in the cinema. <laughs> Trying to think about it, I have quite a few. It happens to me quite I a lot. I do, I get the giggles quite a lot in the cinema. Yeah. Um, oh, I thought of them then, I can't have lost it again. No, no, gone. It's gone. What are we covering next week, Ian? Don't hey, don't we want to do that email that we've been oh, yes, yes, to do for a couple yes. of weeks? Are you good at that? Uh, oh, no, I was hoping you wouldn't ask me that. Hang on. Bear with two seconds. No, I can get it, I can get it. So, uh, Marcus, uh, long-time uh, email correspondent. Yeah. He's not very happy. And in fact, considering the fact he sent us this like three weeks ago, he might stop listening. I hope he hasn't. Yep. Yeah. Here we go, here we go, done. Give me my fucking emails. Give me my emails. Hi, dude and the monkey, the phone number. Oh, did you add a phone number on Instagram? What? Yes. Right, okay, cool. What phone number have you put on there? What? What? Man. Why? Why not? Can people see it? Okay. (laughs) No, people can't see it. I think it's like, what, verification or something, is it? Yeah. Uh, There you go. Right. So this was sent August the 8th, and it's now... The something, the fifth. Fifth. 
So uh, uh, apologies, Marcus. In, in the end of the day, I don't think I checked the inbox until like late August because I was just surprised that anybody emailed us because our audience are cunts. So, dear dude, a monkey and a mint. So, what? Becky, you're a mint. Excellent. I'm adding on to my previous email question. I don't have Twitter to leave them there. With some comeback of your last episode, Mark, I'm mainly coming at you here. Sorry. Usually happens. You dickhead. Yeah. I don't think it's fair. Sorry. We're with him, aren't we? Mark is a dickhead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I don't think it's fair, you putting people down who like world cinema or arty drama. I like watching Bergman or Antonioni of an evening, much more than watching an old wrestler smash up buildings or some pervy crime garbage like The Loft, for instance. (laughs) I'm not pretentious. I don't have a backpack. I don't like soy latte. I have no beard. I haven't got movie, but £10 for a month for 30 films isn't that bad. Maybe if you watched your Blu-rays instead of Caps Lock buying the same film, Caps Lock Off, on iTunes, you might be able to afford it. Yeah, Mark. So, watching Kurosawa, I know you've seen a lot of his from Pod History, and Coriada doesn't make me a pretentious dick. I just don't get anything out of throwaway Netflix films. I feel that people who like films of a certain throwaway intelligence have a chip on their shoulder about people who are like Romare or Fellini. Smiley face. Anyway, just another point of view. Always look forward to the show. Your unofficial email co- correspondent, uh, Marcus Sizu. Anyone want to go first? No, to, I mean, to, to be fair, he said it's mainly Mark. It is totally Mark. <laughs> well, the, the first comment I made when, when when Mark mentioned that to me was he obviously hasn't listened to the newest episode. Then, when we lament the fact that digital media, you can't actually access everything, and then the gems that we've got sat in our loft in boxes don't get as much play as the crap on Netflix, and we actually do say that it's a shame. Mm-hmm. So it's it's Mark just being. A hypocritical twat, isn't it? As he is wont to be. Also, I, I, I have a backpack. You do have a backpack and a beard, and you drink soy lattes. <laughs> so what are you what you're saying is things. you're a oh, pretentious yeah. twat. Yeah, absolutely. And yet, I actually, actually, I, I, I will, I will call back to something that uh, that proves this from a conversation that me and Ian had on WhatsApp oh, earlier on today. <laughs> You know which one I'm going to mention, don't you? Yeah. So, um, Ian messaged me to say, Seven Peak, are you okay with me quoting this, Ian? Um, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I don't name any names or anything. Yeah, 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 do it, do it. If, if there's any names, I will leave them out. Mm. The of the name of the person on your T-shirt. Mm. Uh, Some people in my workplace asked me who Laura Dern is when I wore my shirt last week. I think it's going to be one I keep for certain, around for certain audiences. And I just put, oh, man. Uh, when folks ask me who Isabel uh, Hooper is, I take great pride in being a dick and correcting her pronunciation, <laughs> which I do, don't I, Becky? Yeah, you do. I call her Isabel Hooper, just officially. Um, <laughs> he responded with, I'm not wired that way. 
just put, no, you're nice. Uh, I always get to say, th- say this uh, when people ask, oh, what's she in? And I go, nothing you nothing you'll know. <laughs> oh, you dickhead. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's, 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 it's perfectly fair, actually. It was... Um, <laughs> I am I am incredibly hypocritical uh, because I, I I like kind of um, I like celebrating in the fact that I can lord it over people uh, that I enjoy pretentious cinema um, and feel better than people. You're wording this wrong. You're um, making yourself sound like a dickhead. I'm fine with that. Just say you I'm enjoy the, the the world cinema. And I enjoy world cinema and things like that. But I also do like do. swimming around in the filth. Yeah, um, and I yeah do. you do. You're a pretentious twat who likes watching shit movies. Yeah. yeah. You're the worst, Mark. You're the worst. Literally, I'm the fucking worst. You're a walking paradox. I am not even a walking paradox. I'm not smart at all. <laughs> You're a walking dickhead. I'm a walking dickhead, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the thing is, there's, there's certain elements of cinema that... that Sorry, it's carry on. That's fucking brilliant. <laughs> I, I, I think um, I, I think part of it all falls down to the fact that <laughs> when I was watching um, more pretentious cinema, uh, and uh, that, I'm not meaning that in a negative way, um, I can imagine I was quite a prick about it, and I was quite sniffy about um, other types of cinema. But the weird thing is. A lot of the straight-to-Netflix stuff that we watch, none of us really fucking enjoy. A lot of it's shite. You don't have to imagine that, babe. I was there. I can... I can. I was. Uh, I, was, I, was a, I was a prick. Yeah. I had long hair and a cardigan. You still are. Don't have to <laughs> fucking... Oh, you two are both just brilliant tonight. <laughs> uh, always, but, like, well done. Um, so, yeah... So I have a picture of him with long hair and a beard, but it's got me when I was pregnant. Like, well, no, just after I had Isabel in it, and I look like an enormous mountain person. So I won't, I won't show you it. But, um, but yeah, it's actually my face, but some mountain person, come on now. Oh, I do. I do. Or I look like I should live under a bridge. Um, so, yeah, so, so the, the, the accusation that I'm being, I'm being a dickhead uh, is, is, is thoroughly warranted. I am. Uh, I'm going to try not to be. I'm going to try and be more... Uh, tolerant. I do think, however, though, that there is a there is a, a snobbery within film, and I do think that that exists. But I also think it exists with people who, not just people who enjoy world cinema and things like that. I, I genuinely wish that I could enjoy world cinema uh, in, in the same way that the Marcus does in that way. But I, I just can't because part of it is I feel that if I'm watching something like that that is autoristic and is like that, then it should get my absolute full attention and that I should be in that frame of mind and you for it. you can't put your phone down for that long, can you? Fuck off, I'm And really also, good. you do struggle with world cinema what, with the fact that, you know, you can't really read. I can read sometimes. <laughs> not not if it's little and far away. Not if it's away. little and far away, no, fuck that. We'd have to pause it between each, like, dialogue ch- line change, wouldn't we, so I could tell you what it says. Yes. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, so yeah, I, yeah, I'm a prick. Yeah, also. you are. <laughs> yeah. So apologies, Marcus, if we gave you the impression that we're all pricks. <laughs> it, it's just Mark, and he does enjoy world cinema. He's just difficult. Thanks. Sorry. I think I think Ian would probably corroborate that. No, I mean I think basically the lesson we've learned is that uh, Mark is unrepentant, uh, but he just admits that he's a twat. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. 
the, 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 the day that I could, the day that I realised I was a prick was one of the one of the best days of my life. It gave me freedom. Well, and also, your taste in films has gone drastically downhill in the last, I would say, five six years. I disagree. Well, you are incorrect. Well, so basically, yeah. since he started doing this show. <laughs> No, since the since the DVDs came off the shelves and into the boxes in the loft, that's that's when. That was only like, that was only fucking two years ago. Now, to be fair, he was collecting Blu-ray steelbooks and stuff well into the start of Dan. Oh yeah, well into it. Yeah. Well into it. Yeah, I, I, it was only it was only Ian who, who, who converted me to the wonderful world of digital. So what you're saying is it's Ian's fault? And weirdly, one hundred percent, yes. There's another weird fucking thing, right? To, I'm reeling to, against the digital conversion, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> to coming on to this, right? I'm saying all this, but just to give a quick example as to some of the films in my um, iTunes library. So I, I can't blame it on the fact that I can't access these things because they're upstairs. No, it's some good shit on that. So, actually. for instance, I have... Um, I'm just going to go through, I'm not going to go all, but I have Blues of Always Colour that I have on iTunes... Uh, Call Girl, the Swedish uh, movie, oh. City, City Lights, next to City Slickers. Um, As it was meant to be. Yeah. Um, the Duke of Burgundy, just after Die Hard. Um, what else have we got? Um, the Great Beauty. Uh, at, well, this, this, the near, this is one fire. The Great Beauty. Do you know what it's sandwiched in between? Oh, God, I fucking... The Great Outdoors? Nope. It is sandwiched in between The Great Dictator. Mm. I think I can get some props for that. Mm. And a good old-fashioned orgy. Mm. That's upsetting. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah. I'd say I'm a complex character, but I'm really not. Hmm. Uh, what else have we got? There's got to be another banger in here. No, I think that's pretty much it for my yeah for, for my for my shittery. Um, so yeah, so what are we covering next week? So um, I think to be fair, I think it is probably just going to be all country and universe oh, all the time because and the none isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Ian's. Ian's gonna shit himself. No, I'm really yeah. What's this? Yeah. Ian's not looking forward to next week. Oh, why? Oh, fucking the nun really, really sketches me out. I fucking hate her. She's a fucking terrible person. Um, <laughs> but... I'm still now. I'm, now I just think it looks a bit funny. Wait, go, go, like look online for the stills. That no, been... it, it, the, the funniest thing that I've seen so far is the, is that poster portraying it as a sister act follow. Oh, that's very good. Oh. Hey that, you need to find me that. Yeah. So we're doing Conjuring Universe and No, let's 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 just keep it Conjuring Universe, eh? Like the week after. Yeah. What? So we'll do the Will Ferrell one the week after. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a busy one the week after because we got the Predator. Final scores out on Friday on Sky Cinema as well, <laughs> isn't it? It is, yeah. Fuck. So we're gonna have to review that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next year, uh, next year, next uh, next week, it's all Conjuring Universe all the time, and um, 
with a review of The Nun, which thankfully is only about an hour and a half long, which is something. Um, oh, God. I'm really not looking forward to it. <laughs> You're really not looking forward to it, are you? She's fucking uh, scared. Like, just that bit in the... Like, the fact that I've got to rewatch that bit in The Conjuring 2. Like... Yeah. That bit with Vera Farmiga in the room with the fucking nun painting. Like, nah. Oh, yeah, no, I don't like that bit. Like, ugh. The entire movie of that, then. Yeah, I know, but, like, no, I don't like Because I like Vera Farmiga, I don't like her sister as much. (laughs) Tysa. Yeah, I'm not as protective as Tysa. Yeah, fuck Tysa. Fuck Tysa. Bitch. Crazy bitch. Indeed. Uh, Right, so I think that was episode 270, folks. Um... Doingmonkey.com at doingmonkey at damn Ian L. It's fucking quarter to 11. Jesus Christ. Yeah. At Bexy Foz, at Dude Foz. Uh, hit us up on Instagram, hit us up on YouTube. Uh, anything else to add, guys? Get yourself some fucking food. Yeah, we do need to eat actually. Um, thank you very much for listening, guys. We shall speak to you next week. Bye. Bye.